the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. I, I said, second. What would you give for him? I don't know. What, what, what would you give for? Testy in here today. Yeah. Look, uh, Barth will tell you. I, I have recency bias. If I watched your film yesterday, <laughs> you're my favorite player. Right. I, I want to figure out how they how they break out. You know, Is Devontae Parker. I missed. I missed. That. You ruined my train of thought there, Paul. <laughs> I think my line was, I was like, oh, what's the book about? And I was like, Africa. And I'm like. Very broad. It's <laughs> generally Africa. Well, he, he went to Africa for two weeks, and so he decided he knew enough to write a book. Looking, looking for nub. Pawn the Serengeti, a young, bald Rhode Island man. <laughs> Somehow, somebody got their hands on excerpts, and it got to oh, the web. Oh, jeez. Excerpts. Excerpts. Yeah. <laughs> Every week for the pregame show, you take a picture of the studio, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever think to watermark it? No. <laughs> Eric Wood. All right, Josh, you're next on Patriots Untalented. I mean, Patriots Unfiltered. <laughs> what? This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and we've got a busy show in a full studio. It's Deuce, it's Tamara, it's Alex, it's Alex, it's Fred, it's Matt. No Paul. No Paul. Paul was so upset with the Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> signing and the release of Jacoby Myers. He said, I'm not coming in anymore. Yep. So, so who's going to play Paul today? Well, I think with you guys are because Evan's reaction? sitting in a seat with a Diet Pepsi and you ordered a small pepperoni. So <laughs> I feel like Paul is well represented. <laughs> well, it takes combined. more than one to represent him. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, and when I say large shoes, I mean, no, I'm, all, I'm only kidding. That's good, though. He'll only have to listen to the first part of the show to know when we were making fun of him. <laughs> Is that him? Oh. <laughs> Funnier. Oh. Uh, uh, so anyway, so we've got a lot to talk about. Um, the release of Jacoby Myers, the signing of Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, stuff going around the league with uh, you know Aaron Rodgers still not you know officially signed with the Jets yet. Yeah. Uh, all of that. Um, we signed a running back from Jacksonville. Um, who um, looks to be a pretty good player. Yeah. yeah. Like bowling ball. Yeah. Looks yeah. Good, good. And a lot of people are assuming that, you know, means the end of the Damian Harris era. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about all of it. Um, so anyone want to just kick it off? Juju. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk Juju. You want to talk Tamara. Juju? Say that Smith Schuster five times. I don't want to write do it. it? Can JSS. We call, can you JSS. Do it? I'm on JSS. Yeah. I can't write Smith Schuster. Does he like to be called JSS? Or are you making that up? I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming he doesn't like to be called TikTok boy. So. <laughs> yeah, um, Juju. So, so he, okay, go ahead. I, I'm just gonna say, I, I like the signing. I like him. I mean, I, I'm not. I wasn't world's familiar with Juju Smith-Schuster other than the name. Yesterday, just jumped in, started watching. I mean, look. Bottom line, he's better than Jacoby Myers. He's better than him. I mean, he's just he's a talented receiver. He is a receiver. I love Jacoby, and it's hard for me to you know. Say this Jacoby's now. a receiver. Come he on. Is, but he was a quarterback, and there's just something about him oh. that was always – there's something about him that no. is just never, to me, looked like a full NFL – You mean you didn't like, like him being the most reliable receiver he was for two reli- years? He was reliable, absolutely. Um, but I just – I look at Juju Smith-Schuster. This, this is a real deal wide receiver who can get catches – you know, yards after the catch, who has played in big games, who has had – 
I mean, you line up their production, it's it's way more. Look, I'm well, not going to – I have concerns about them. I'm not going to say that, oh, this is a dream signing. They need to do more. But I think a one-for-one -one swap in terms of they're the same age, it's a good contract, he he has a higher ceiling than Jacoby does. I think you factor all those things. I think they upgraded their offense well, with this move. I a lot – of course, everything you're saying true about same age, uh, similar contract, all that stuff. But I think the zeitgeist out there is that it's a, it's a very lateral move. And if you're going to do that, why not keep the guy who knows the system, knows – Mac Jones and you know and reward your own guy that you brought up as an undrafted it's a lateral move. What well, 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 you know and you know reward the guy that you brought up as an undrafted free agent. You know they talk about the Patriots can't develop wide receivers. They did, and then they get rid of him. Yeah, but I still think that this is this is a move they had to make. And 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 I'm going to be honest. Like there's not like oh this is the perfect guy. Like I've been saying all offseason, I want somebody who's quick on the inside. I don't really see Juju Smith Schuster as a quick guy. Um, but I think he can do what they need. And, 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 you know, you look at his high-end production. Now, I know he hasn't gotten back to there, but he certainly had a productive year last year with Patrick Mahomes. And I know we'll talk plenty about, like, well, what's he going to do with Mac if this is what he did with Patrick Mahomes? But I, I just look at it when you just watch this guy play. He's, he's a better football player than Jacoby was. And, and I think, ultimately, that's the move they had to make. I think you saw what you were going to kind of get out of Jacoby. So you think it's an upgrade? I, I do. I mean, Ev I, Evan, yeah. I know you think it's an upgrade. Without question. Okay. Tamara? She has concerns too. Go ahead, go ahead. Just say them. I'm on. I I'm in between. Like I well, one I really like Juju because he's a former Steeler, obviously, <laughs> and so I have been watching him since he was playing there with Big Ben, and I really liked how explosive he was, and he was a great addition to their offense, obviously. But I I'm still kind of in in the notion that okay, Jacoby. Like, I really liked him. He was reliable. He was consistent. He was yep. Max guy. And I think we could have kept him and added other things. But I do think that the explosiveness that Juju brings is going to be electric for this offense. And I think that hopefully, you know, Evan said he was pushing for someone who's going to get a thousand yards, you know, a season. I think that Juju could be that guy, but they still need to add more. Alex? I feel like I might be Paul today, like pessimistic Paul. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Somebody's got to do it. I am on the record on this show saying I don't really want him to come here um beyond the optics beyond mm -hmm. the optics of judon last night tweeting at juju's arch nemesis beyond the optics of jacoby tweeting like one of the classiest players jacoby tweeting he's very clearly salty beyond it getting leaked out like the money was so weird when it got leaked because it made it seem like it was the exact same contract as jacoby too that's like just strange i think jacoby got more Guaranteed, according to, but then now they're saying Jacoby's deal is really kind of a one-year deal. A, they got an yeah. out on it. I don't it. know. I just feel like I don't love. Like I feel like we did the same thing with Aguilar. Like give a guy money after his prove it deal. Yeah. And I, I don't love bringing in another player that was. He's just, a better player than Aguilar. For sure, but it's still just like we're in. The, to yeah. me, we're in the same situation we were in. We're bringing now someone in who, like, I don't know Juju. I don't want to like on a personal level say anything about like his character or him being a distraction but I've worked with Kendrick Bourne and if Kendrick was an issue last year why I, I yeah. just I don't get it I think it's all reasonable and I mean I, and another confused. thing to, just to put before I'm sure Evan jumps in I just like the ball security I think is a little bit of an issue with him mm -hmm. and you talk about Jacoby's reliability just you know a point maybe in Jacoby's favor as far as the argument goes three fumbles you know last year it's just I mean that's something that you know you have to be aware of I think is he going to have drops is he going to have ball security issues that's a concern. I mean, he had three I drops been around on so long. Jacoby's got great hands, so obviously he's not somebody that drops a lot of passes, but three yeah. drops on 100 targets yeah. is not, not exactly dropping then, the ball no. a lot. Then, 
together. I mean, something we also didn't talk about ten last year. Ramondre Stevenson lost the ball a lot more than like we want. I mean, the whole team yeah. lost the ball more yeah. than they traditionally do. So I think that as yeah. a whole, everybody needs to tighten that up. Yeah, I think you just try to take it take it all in. You know, I mean, it's not easy. We all love Jacoby, and I mean, it, it hurts when you Stop see him. It. When he t- when he tweets cold world, I mean, you know, you like the guy, you like the guy personally. You don't like the fact that that the team. It you is know, a cold world. Is, uh, it's, of course it is, but you know, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make you I mean you have to enjoy it. And you have to be like, oh, whatever, goodbye, Jacoby Myers. But well, de- do you hear Devin? What he said um, when they interviewed him on, I think it was Devin EI. was shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was shocked, and yeah. you know, he said, as far as I know, he wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. He wanted yeah. to stay. Yeah, you know. This isn't the Boy Scouts. I'm just sick <laughs> and tired. So like I, I, I hear it all the time <laughs> about Jacoby. Oh, he's so reliable. He was such a great teammate. Does that win you football games? Does does being a reliable, great teammate win you football games? When when oh. when was being reliable and a good teammate not good? <laughs> it's not that it's not good. It's oh, just what does he do on the field? Like what what like what's he put on tape? Like if you watch if you watch oh. Juju and you watch Jacoby and you think that they're comparable players, then you're just not watching the same games that I am. No, but I do think it's not just about what is on the tape. It's about what kind of fit is this person in our lock. I mean, I do think that those are issues when you're trying to build a team. It's not just, hey, this guy fits in perfectly as far as what our playbook is. You know, it, it does. There has to be a locker room fit. And I, I think so, he, too. I, I mean, I'm not going to say that that is the biggest thing. And certainly, you know, looking at Juju Smith-Schuster's body type and skill set and all those things that – when I look at those two players, I say this is more the direction they needed to go. I don't think it's a slam dunk. Yeah. I still think they need a complementary, mm-hmm. you know, piece on the outside and, and, and another maybe tight end to you know work in so that they have other targets. But I I, yeah. I like the move. I, I don't like a lot of the yeah. moves they've made, I'm, but I like this. One. I'm not you know, uh, you know, ready to uh, hand in my homer card yet. Yeah, um, I need so, to be sold. You know, like <laughs> so I, I'm ha- yeah. I'm fine with Juju Smith Schuster. You know, but I like Myers, and I think yeah. I think he's getting a short. You know, he's he's getting a little disrespect here, I think, from a lot of Patriots fans yeah. for, for what he – you know, again, I said this on Tuesday. We talk about Mac Jones. Well, yeah, it was a bad situation with Matt Patricia and all that, but he's got to be a leader and he's got to rise above it and he's got to figure out a way to produce, you know. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what Myers did. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. I will say for one point that we did talk about on Tuesday was um, Meyer's speed and like his yards after catch. I do think when you do compare those two, Juju does bring. I, they're like you, the same. You, you player can't be honest and not agree with that. Yeah, you can't be honest and not agree with. If that. you if you said I would describe Juju as from a skill set standpoint, he's Jacoby Myers with the ability to run with the football. Mm-hmm. There you go. I and, think and, and I don't know why that would runner. be a, yeah. a bad they're thing. They're like the same slot receiver, but one is like a better route runner and the other. Is Juju? <laughs> I, I just I just don't know about that. Like yeah. I, I go watch Juju run whip routes against guys yesterday There's when I'm watching his film, and he's shaking guys out of his shoes just like Jacoby would, and then he's running with the football 15 yards down the sideline after yeah, the fact, yeah. I, and they just don't have that player in Jacoby Myers, and I, I just I, I go back to the same thing uh, of I, I just don't know what like what what do you guys want. Like mm-hmm. what is what does the fan base want? A plan. Because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> just a plan. Have we had any since Brady has left? I don't know. I'm gonna be pessimistic, okay. Alex. Today. All right. That's all I, right. I just but like I'm sorry, like I agree I understand where you're coming from totally. I really do. They're not gonna tell you the plan. Okay, so the, the, I don't a plan. need to know the plan. I just need to see that it's happening and in progress. I, and and it's Juju not just is like, happening. Let's patch like, this, Ju- let's patch Juju this. Juju is the number two receiver. Well, and I still think we're in the same place we were 
before, though. Oh, yeah. Does everyone but agree that, done. okay, it's, does everyone agree that, okay, Schuster's here, but you need more? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And and do we all agree that the more has to be a wide receiver, or would we be okay with the more being a really good tight end? I was interested in the report of they were talking, reportedly talking to OBJ and Juju. I thought that was interesting. And Jerry like, Judy. Yeah, and it's like, hmm. Yeah, I'm like, what are the thoughts if it was OBJ and Juju? Do you, That'd be do you sick. feel like you got better? So uh, they want OBJ. I'm just going to put it out That'd there. Be so sick. They want Odell. They've wanted Odell for a couple years now. I think the biggest issue that they have with Odell is that Odell wants to play with a good quarterback. Yeah, Odell wants Oof. to play with somebody <laughs> that's an established quarterback that can go out there and and they can say we're Super Bowl contenders. You know, mm-hmm. Dallas is a team that's hot on Odell right now as well. I think he's always had a liking to maybe playing in Buffalo or Kansas City as well. You know, going to places where I can say I have a, an MVP caliber quarterback is important to him, but the Patriots were in on him last year at, at when he got released by Cleveland. They went to his workout this year. They've been in on him the entire time this year. So they they would love to have him. I, I just think that are they going to overpay to get over the fact that you know, you're going to have to come here and prove it with Mac Jones versus going yeah. someplace where it's kind of a ready-made yeah. situation. I will for say him. I'm wondering if they'll be able to get away with not paying him as much at least this first year until you make sure that he's ready to go. Because obviously they did go watch him work out in Arizona, but like you haven't seen him yeah, in years. football. Yeah, there's yeah. so many questions. Yeah, there's right. so yeah. many questions. Like, sure, we saw that he could run and you know all those things, but. It's difference between doing that workout and actually being in football shape and playing in a game. So I'm wondering if maybe they can, like, first year give him a certain amount of money and then if, you know, obviously if he produces, then give him more. Yeah, I mean, OBJ would, you talk about complimentary. Mm-hmm. He can play any wide receiver position. Um, you know, yep. so he could be that outside guy. He could actually, he, he, I've seen him line up in the slot and be successful. Um, you know, he's, he can do it all. Um where is he in his career? That's a question. It's mm-hmm. a question. I mean, he's know? still, what, 30? I mean, he's not, you know, yeah. it's not like, hey, we're talking about 36-year-old OBJ and trying to squeeze it out. I mean, I think you put those two guys together, you're really talking. And I and I don't think you can rule out, you know, it's it just it makes Devontae Parker more useful. It, it right. op- maybe opens things up for Kendrick Bourne to yep. do some stuff. You know, you just have more options. I mean, I said to Evan, and we've had plenty of conversations about Quentin Johnston, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I at least look now and say, if you put him with Juju in this group, like you kind of got maybe the makings of something there. Um, yeah, it's a ways to go, and I think we're just starting to see them. They're starting to make some moves. I mean, obviously they, you know, a couple other ones. You know, Mac Wilson rolling in. I mean, those, you know, resigning, taking care of your own guys. You got to do that too. You got to do it. And I mean, to Alex's point of like, you know, what's the plan? You know, I don't love the fact that a lot of these guys are one-year deals and, you know, you're just like, all right, we're going to just keep kicking the can down the road with guys like McMillan and Wilson. And, you know, and of course, a segment of the fan base is going to get intrigued with, all right, are they going to go more mobile? You know, last year when you had those two guys, everyone thought these grand changes. And now I don't know if anyone's really expecting that there. You know, so I, I think that they're doing a pretty good job so far. But they, they still need that big piece. I, I, I'm not as depressed as I was Tuesday when I felt like the world was falling apart. But um, And I, and I got to say, too, I really like that they brought Jabril Peppers back. He's a, I know he's a personal favorite of mine, but I just like how he plays. So the running back, uh, what's his name? Yeah, from James Robinson. James, James Robinson. They paid him some, yeah. I mean, decent two, money. Two for mm-hmm. eight, I think. Yeah. It's, it, it's not a real game. Yeah, I'm sure. So the, yeah. his base value is two for four. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think that's incentives. A, I think yeah. that's another one kind of like OBJ where you're kind of just hoping he gets back to prime form. Like James Robinson when he came into the league, yeah. he had over a thousand yards rushing as a rookie. I think the Jags did so, him so dirty too. In a way, like to be I fair, don't know. to be fair, I mean he was there when 
a certain coach was there. True. So right. exactly. So yeah. it's like you know you want yeah. you want to put all situation. the cards on the table. It's like yeah. he tore his Achilles. He had that person as a coach. Then he was dealing with some knee issues again. So I'm hoping that you know his potential turns into production. And you know like Patriots fans get all riled up because every time they make a signing like him, oh. You know, the expectation is, like, the Patriots think he's going to make be a starter. That's not always the case. We're going to have to have 90 guys in camp. Mm-hmm. Half of them aren't even going to make the team about, you know. So this happens every year with every team where you're filling out that camp roster with guys who you take a shot on the guy. Maybe mm-hmm. he is 100% back and can yeah. help. Yeah. You know, um, you know. And Ramondre can't like go every single down like yeah. you want someone who can compliment mm-hmm. him it's like we're not asking James Robinson to come out right. here yeah. and be the next you know Ezekiel Elliott in his prime we're, we're not expecting that let right, him battle it out with Ty Montgomery you yeah. know and, and like yeah. strong and, and Harris are strong exactly. and Kevin Harris what are they going to look like when they come back in year two I mean neither one of them set the world on fire last year so you need some of that depth we always say it they yeah. overstock the running back position somebody's going to get hurt too you, oh, you yeah. know it's going to mm-hmm. happen yeah so like Every every signing that you see during the offseason doesn't mean the Patriots expect this person to be a starter. A lot of it is, let's see what you do in camp. Yeah. You I, know? I think that's what's hard, too, Fred, is that, like, I, and I get everybody's, like, anxious about wanting to get the star players. And when they sign these kind of no-name guys, mm-hmm. it's frustrating to people. But, I mean, I'm going I'm to tee Evan up because I think that it's a good, like, you hit on gems that way. Like, you have to kind of do that. Like, nobody cared when you brought Rob Ninkovich in as a, lo- a long snapper, but I'm not saying that you can build an entire team that way, but you have to take those kind of chances on guys like Robinson, who's coming off an, a- an Achilles injury and didn't really have great production last year. And, you know, Evan, I'll let you go on, on the on the tackle that they got from the Broncos, who was originally here, so they liked him. They got rid of him, um, you know, early before training camp. But, you know, this it's guys like that. I know it's not sexy. I know it makes people mad. You haven't heard of the guy, but... You know, a guy who has some potential, and maybe, maybe you find a gem, and all of a sudden your your left tackle is on a manageable two year deal, and and now you're set. So, I just I think you can't over criticize them about some of those moves. I think you have to make those kind of moves. Just, Absolutely, you know, I, they always have, and they always will. I feel like I'm in so, such a minority with with those two though, with James Robinson. And I love Juju. I love that signing. I'll, I'll admit I'm biased. I saw him play live at USC a bunch of times when mm-hmm. I was out in LA, and I, I'm. I really love everything about his game. I thought he was a fit for here back in the 2017 draft, and and they passed on him, and I was disappointed. I don't really like the James Robinson signing. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I coming off Achilles injuries, running backs, the track record there is very very poor mm-hmm. of guys actually being able to at that position in particular being able to bounce back from that injury. And I think that all the opportunity in the world at that position behind Ramondre should go to Pierre Strong. Every single snap in camp, every single touch that Ramondre doesn't get, I want to see Pierre Strong with the football because he's somebody that brings legitimate home run speed, like mm-hmm. a guy that can take a run and go 45, 50 yards with it uh, to the house, like we saw in Arizona, for example, when he went down the sideline and, and nearly housed it. That That's a guy that has something that they don't have, which, which is real yeah. speed. Well, yeah. you know, you know, uh, OTAs are going to start shortly. Uh, and then you're going to get into the you know the May camps and everything like that, and they'll prob- they'll see Robinson, see where he's at, and he may not even make it to camp. Yeah. He may not, or oh, he's he's back, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's legitimate competition, and you have to have competition on y- within your team, mm-hmm. you know, I, to push guys. What I worry about is that 
I, I agree with you 100 percent that it's a it's a good piece to add for that purpose. But I think sometimes they lean on steady reliability, especially at that position, where I think that they need to get explosive guys. They need to get dynamic players that can make big plays. And yeah, maybe Pierre Strong isn't as polished or isn't as experienced as a guy like James Robinson. He might make some more mistakes that James Robinson might not make. But for every mistake, if he breaks one, you know that's something that they need on this well, offense. I think what they really need, whether it's Pierre Strong or Ty Montgomery or whoever, they need that reliable out-of-the-backfield pass catcher. Yeah, um, That's always been part of the Patriots' offense. And, you know, we talk about Bill O'Brien. Um, that's always been part of, you know, what he's done. So I, it, whoever that becomes, they, they need that person. I just, I, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said, and I just, I still wonder if it if it is a priority for them. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm open-minded about it because... They drafted two guys last year. Neither one of them really. I mean, I know Pierre Strong can catch a little bit, but he's not that guy. Um, you know, they've had J.J. Taylor kind of kicking around. I, I don't know what they feel about him. They don't trust him in pass protection yet. I mean, he's been practice squad guy for three years. I'm just curious, like, because, again, this Robinson signing, like, yeah, he's got a little bit of versatility to him, but he's not that receiving back either. So, I don't know. It's just something that's on my radar. Are they going to make an effort to get – I mean, we're watching these guys in the draft, too – that could potentially be that well, kind of Well, look how many times well. they threw to Ramondre Stevenson yeah. last year. So that's, and that's, I mean, he was the only he was the last guy standing. That's a great but, point. And that's, but they did throw to the back. And that's, and that's what I wonder if this evolution is like. They got to a point where they said, look, everybody knows when LeGarrette Blount's out there, we're going to run it. And when James White's out there, we're going to pass it. And that's what, you know, that's kind of what they were in those middle years. Maybe they said, look, we've just got to get a little bit more balance with some of these guys. And I think that's what you see. In Ramondre, who you know was described to me, I think at the combine a couple of years as a third down back, and I'm like, really? Um, but you know, strong a little bit. This guy Robinson a little bit. They can all catch a little bit. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. But I think I also look at the other tight end position with John Ugon. You know, mm -hmm. that seems like there's a spot there. Yep. What's that going to be? Is that going to be one of the rookies that we love? Or, you know, I know they saw Gesicki was apparently at Toby Keats or something last night. I don't know if that's true or not. Really? But, uh, somebody said, I just, I saw him at, you know, there are a couple of people saying that he started following the Patriots. Is that a Logan Airport type situation? I, that possibly could be. But the other part of it was that he's fall, he started following the Patriots and Mac. And he Mac was also recruited to Penn State like, by Bill O'Brien. So, so there's a little bit of smoke there. So, I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate it as like, but that's another thing I wonder is that, you know, Bill O'Brien had Aaron Hernandez. And I mean, really, you know, looked at that F tight end position as a weapon and as a piece that, you know, to move around and take advantage of. Don't say weapon. I just, sorry, uh, playmaker. <laughs> playmaker, that's playmaker. our new thing. Don't say weapons. Um, so I, yeah, that's another place I wonder. Is Bill O'Brien, you know, going to push for, let's get one of those kind of move tight ends, somebody that we don't really care if he can block, but can be a mismatch in one way or another. Yeah. I think they're hoping so, that might be Juju, honestly. Yeah. Like, as a guy that's underneath the defense that can catch and run, uh, that can move around a little yeah. bit. I, I think that he's sort of that a little bit of a new age in that position where he's more of like a power slot receiver yeah. instead of a true tight end. Like, you're not going to put T.E. next to his name, but he can sort of do similar he's things no like little that. little Jordan Humphrey, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's no yeah. little Jordan well, Humphrey uh, now. Evan, I, in a good way. I was going to ask Evan, since he didn't really – he wasn't really fond of the James Robinson pick because he's not really like bringing, I guess, the speed that he's looking for for our, the offense. Would you have rather kept Damian 
or would you have just moved on like altogether? And no, not I mean, I think else? that the, like we talk about lateral moves. Like I think that's a lateral mm-hmm. move, right? Yeah. Is a guy, one guy that has an injury history versus another guy that gets banged up all the time yeah. and they run a similar style. I, I think that he, Robinson has a little bit more upside in the passing game than what Damien brought to the table. But no, I, I don't mind not keeping Damien and going with James Robinson. And I, I think that when the contracts come out and Damien eventually signs, he's going to get more money. Uh, guaranteed to him up front uh, in the open market than somebody like James Robinson. But it's more about, I would say, that they have this tendency, uh, especially at the running back position, to hold back younger players at that spot. And it, you have to be really special. Like, you know, Ramondre, even his rookie season, he he had some opportunity, but they didn't really give it to him until his second year. And we've seen so many guys just get redshirted that rookie year. And uh, then there's other teams and I'm not saying that it's always the Patriots always do everything wrong, but other teams like the chiefs, for example, have a rookie running back playing in the super bowl, making plays for them. And it's, at some point in time, what round you got was he too? What round the seventh. <laughs> yeah. Out of Rutgers, which, you know, makes too much sense. Right. Pacheco. So, <laughs> All those combinations of things, eventually you gotta you gotta give some of the younger guys a chance at that position, and I feel like sometimes they just they just retread these veteran players that all right he's not gonna fumble he's not gonna blow an assignment and blitz pickup he's gonna know where he's supposed to go when he gets the football and like all that. it's that's all well and good but does he make a difference you know is he a playmaker with the football and I think there's that too maybe that small risk of injury like for example what happened with ETN in Jacksonville it's like that rookie that yeah you are looking forward to him playing like he barely lasted a month and so it's I think it's a little bit of like you want them to get experience but then you also are like you don't want them to like get an ACL tear the the start of their rookie season and then you're kind of they just always handle that position with kid gloves I don't know what it is that they really feel so strongly that rookies cannot contribute because Mm -hmm. it's early down backs like Damian and it's pass catching backs like James White like they do it with all of them yeah and I just don't know why that is it seems so simple to me especially if you're going to make them a runner not a not a pass catcher not a guy that's going to have to block and things like that like just hit the hole like i i don't know why that's so complex to to learn and to pick up i just i mean i think everything you're saying true i just i also have always just believed that they overstock that position with the anticipation that we're going to lose one to two of these guys at Mm -hmm. any given week and they do and let's just get to get into preseason let's get a bunch of them and you know we'll let the competition play out and yes in a perfect world pierre strong kevin harris Ramondre Stevenson, that's your rotation. Maybe Ty Montgomery is your, your other back. But, you know, Ramondre gets hurt week two in preseason, and you're like, oh, God. You know, so I just think that position yeah. specifically is one to – you, you can never point. have too much depth. Yeah, This goes back to when Cordell Patterson had to play running yeah, back. Yeah, Like, right? you know, or Steven Jackson. Well, I mean, like, even, la- even this year, you know, even this year with when Damian got hurt and, you know, and Ty Montgomery got hurt and you're th- all of a sudden having to thrust those two guys, in, you know, it's – and even then, to your point, like you know, they were forced to do it, and it's you know it still didn't really pop. So yeah, you those well, guys it, will be fun to watch. It's it you need a full stable because you're going to end up using them. You, you, it always happens that way. Um, other stuff around. I mean, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers Whew. and that whole situation. That whole situation out of the darkness. Yeah, that, I love it. It's so funny. He that, went into the darkness and he came out with the answer. I should go. Well, to the Jets. I'm gonna, I have a take on that. <laughs> yeah, I have a take. Okay, by the way, that whole situation, the Aaron Rodgers situation. It's like when you first start like dating someone and you like don't really know what you are, but like they're flirting with you. You know they're interested. You feel like they're interested, but you're like, what are we? Like, are we official? Are we like in the talking stage? That's what this is like. Uh, 
it's like what are we like you we like me i no, like this you. is his ex-wife like, holding up the papers and he can't move <laughs> on with his mistress <laughs> It's just I, she I, won't she won't settle for the, uh, the, the divorce. By the <laughs> no, okay, I'm <laughs> no, but but it's, but it's it, is he just waiting for them to show that they're going to sign all of his requests? No, no I think no, the Packers. No, the Packers. Packers are, are the Packers want like a you know I think they want a first round pick. I think they well, want they, they made they want least. more. Yeah, mm. you know so okay. well according to Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. the Packers are holding it up because of for the compensation. They haven't worked mm. out with the Jets what the Jets are willing to give them for the rights to Aaron Rodgers, according to Aaron Rodgers. Um, what's, but your, I, what's your darkness take? I gotta yeah. <laughs> so he comes out of the hut and he says, I want to be a Jet. <laughs> Had a vision. Why, why, why the Jets? Because he's such an egomaniac. Which, like, he, he couldn't go to a team that is a good team, that was a good team. He needs to be the savior. He needs to, like, yeah. like, let's just say the Patriots were, you know, Bill's love of Aaron Rodgers manifested into an offer. He couldn't come here because he'd be forever, you know, uh, yes. you know compared to get Tom Brady, yeah. and he'd never be as good. Yeah. But with the Jets, who haven't won a Super Bowl since 69 and haven't even been to one since then. Low bar. For the team, there's only one place to go. Yeah. You know, and so he's never going to – he's not going to be compared to Chad Pennington. It doesn't matter. So he'll, he'll be the guy. Um, you know the best one since Joe Namath, and so that I'm sh- I'm positive that's part of his thinking. Yeah, is like you know that that safety net of for his ego. Plus, yeah. plus like and yeah, but I mean it's a good team too. Like you know I mean there's certainly things that oh, are it's, appealing. It's definitely even team. without his. I'm scared of this. Now that they have him, I'm yeah. terrified. No. But, but I don't think. But he doesn't care. <laughs> he cares about him. It doesn't matter. He cares no. about him and his own perception. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling you. With the Jets, there was no Tom Brady. There was no, you know, good quarterback who I'm succeeding and have to live up to that. You know, it's my own thing here, and you know, yeah, I I, I totally believe it. Him I mean, toe to toe with New York media next year, I can't wait. Oh, but he'll, that part he'll like because yeah, he, it's gonna, exactly it yeah. plays into exactly your point. He loves screwing with the media and jousting with them and being smug and all that. I, I don't think he's gonna have any problem there. What he cares about is the public perception of himself. Um, we've seen that, and uh, you know, yeah. the Jets are the perfect place because he'll get the money, he'll get the notoriety if if it works out, and he doesn't have to worry about living up to a predecessor. And even if it or a team work, success, like I said, they haven't been to the Super Bowl since '69. Even if it doesn't work out, I don't think that anybody's going to hate on Aaron Rodgers for it. No, right, right. right. Unless, the J, it'll be, it's a Jets. That's yeah. what do. Unless he's absolutely line. awful, I guess. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I just find it interesting, too, that he, he gave this list of players he wants to play with. And they already have Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson is a heck of a receiver. And now he's like, oh, let's get Alan Lazard. Let's get Odell. It's like, I mean, I get that you want more help, but... Can you get some good, like, don't make Aaron Rodgers a GM because now all of a sudden these guys are running the same routes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Garrett Wilson's already a big slot receiver, and then you, you sign Alan Lazard, who's also a big slot receiver. It's and like OBJ, yeah. who's kind yeah. of a yeah. slot receiver. Yeah. And, and again, like, according to Rodgers, it wasn't demands, it was just simply a wish list. Yeah. That's all. So he, he said that yesterday again on, on McAfee's show that, you know, Diane Rossini kind you know, and she didn't say it was, <laughs> I a, know. she didn't say it was a demand either. <laughs> she, you know, so. <laughs> He he made At it seem like she, she was characterizing it a wrong way when she wasn't. So I mean, I think he did kind of 
you know, agree that he did give them some names. Lose my, <laughs> lose my number. Lose my number. Um, yeah. does, does it make you look any differently at Brady's departure here? Like, I, that was what I was just thinking as I'm watching Aaron Rodgers being like, Jesus, thank God Brady wasn't going on some podcast just like, you know, saying all the things he was saying. And, you know, I just, I, I mean, there's acrimonious divorces, but I, I felt yeah. like in hindsight the Patriots one was, you know, pretty like at least on the surface i know everybody wants to dig deep and what do they really feel but you know at least on the surface it was, it was I, I do wonder how many other teams you know were interested in rogers and expressed that interest to him or his agent well, i'm sure a ton I, like, a I don't ton know of, a ton of teams needed we need haven't heard about it, he was though. asked he just gave like a very vanilla answer on pat mcafee what did he say i think he said there were some other teams but and then he just moved on yeah. I'd have to realize Everybody it. thought the wow. line would be long for Brady, and honestly, it wasn't that long. Well, and so that's I, why I bring that up, you yeah. know, and we didn't see anything like this from Brady because I don't think he had a lot of suitors. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think he was so damn grateful for Tampa Bay wanting him and giving him, I think it was $25 million or something like that. I mean, that's why he was all in from day one when he went to Tampa because he was really grateful that they wanted him. Yeah. I mean, I asked I asked Paul yesterday straight up. I was like, "Do you think there's a chance that the Patriots are like behind the scenes interested in Aaron Rodgers?" Because I just think with those kind of players, I've always felt Bill has a, a special respect for those kind of generational players. And you know, you can just see it on his face. Bill don't have a lot of time left. You know, like it's just like there's some logic behind this move of like, "Hey, just go get Aaron Rodgers." Like, I mean, Paul Paul didn't really seem to think so. Lamar, you know, maybe that could be a behind the scenes kind of thing. But it was just. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just I, I wouldn't have been a hundred percent. I would have been very shocked, but not a hundred percent shocked if they're like, I don't know where the Patriots swooped in. I mean, just based on Bill's time frame, it it, it would make sense. Yeah. I feel like Lamar so, makes more sense for that. That's what I was going to ask. Theory, because at least he's young. So even if Bill retires in three years, you still have yeah. a quarterback. You yeah. know, yeah, it, sure. Not it's fair. not like an there's an expiration date on both your head coach and your quarterback. But at that point. would but would you pay Lamar? Do you would you ever would see I, them or would we? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> but like, would you ever see the Patriots behind closed doors offering that much money to a quarterback? Um, I mean, they're going to have to at some point if they're lucky enough to find that guy to pay. You know, and that's the weird, like, thing about it. It's on one hand, like, oh, my gosh, would they? Well, guess what? If they find that guy, they're going to have to at some point. I, I think doesn't any smart team want to be in the situation where you have a guy that's that good? I mean, Clearly not the Ravens because what are they doing right now? Well, they, they did. They have all the leverage. Well, but let's put it, you know, even um, I think uh, Le, uh, Lamar uh, – Revealed that he did turn down a pretty hefty offer from them. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like three years, three years, one hundred and thirty-three like million with like ninety million guaranteed or something What's like that. What's Deshaun Watson's? His is more, uh, <laughs> so but is only Kyler's. because so is Daniel the av- Jones now. He, the, um, Watson's is more because you know overall because I think it was five or six years. Five. Okay. But when you break down the first three years, it's they were about the same. Okay. You know. Um, but that's I think that's where Jackson is, you know, myth because they only they only want to give me three years, you know. I yeah. also don't. I'm, I'm like intrigued that he doesn't have an agent. That's the what I, I was just gonna say. His mama, like, his agent. <laughs> <laughs> She's a counter. <laughs> yeah. Counter. I'm gonna counter this one. I mean, it's it is surprising to me, especially like having worked in a talent I hope she's agency. Getting a good cut from this. Kind of so. seeing what the what, <laughs> what she is, what the negotiations are like, what the back and forth is like, what the context is that the agents know. I mean, obviously, there's a part of it, too, where the agents have interest in this as well because they're going to get a commission and then they're going to be able to base other deals off of this. But I, I just I don't know. It would be really hard to do that as the a player. The legal and jargon to negotiate. is so complicated. 
and you have to they have to be straight up with you like this is what we really think about you as, as a player and this is why we're offering what it is and sometimes it's better to have that well, go through a buffer just just because he doesn't have an agent doesn't mean that he won't have a lawyer when oh, it comes yeah. down oh, when yeah. it comes time to sign advising mm-hmm. hopefully yeah. advising him but yeah. i mean hopefully he's i mean it's probably going to be the thing where they're going to say all right whatever four years xxx this much guaranteed yes or no you know and then it's the finer points that you got to let the lawyer go to work on and figure out where their outs are and you know all that kind of stuff that that teams try to put into contracts so that you know they're not yeah. on the hook forever but I think Lamar's situation is intriguing um, because you don't hear of anything. And I know one of Paul's shows, you know, is accusing (laughs) the league of collusion. You know, I'm not saying that collusion is beyond the owners, but in this particular case, I don't see why they would collude. You know, like it's 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 a hefty charge. The the argument is that Deshaun Watson's contract is something that the owners never want to see. Again, a fully guaranteed quarterback contract for over $200 million. The precedent. The precedent that it's set is is tough because Lamar is sitting there saying, I'm a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. I win more. I won an MVP. Like, I'm better than him. So why why am I I – And I have no off-the-field issues. (laughs) No controversy. So why am I only getting three for 133 when you got double that? But that's short of collusion. I mean – they can be pissed off at, at Haslam for doing that deal and saying, I wouldn't do that deal. And that could be the consensus among the owners. But I don't think it requires collusion to have that opinion. Right. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, yeah. like it, everybody I, said that was a terrible deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was it, I, like you don't need to collude to come up with that. Right. Conclusion. Yeah. I just think if you're Baltimore, you have all the leverage. You have the franchise tag. Yep. It's a bargain to franchise tag him, which – you really have all control in that situation. If you do tag them, you can even tag them again next year, and you, it's still a bargain. So it's just <laughs> like there's really no incentive, especially for the style of quarterback that he is, for the Ravens to give him five years with $200 million guaranteed. Like They don't have to. I'm going to yeah. be so intrigued when it comes time for Joe Burrow to get this because it is going to be wild. And th- that's you know, I mean, a historically paid, cheap team. And yeah. They, and they and just know. paid Orlando Brown, though. So that was, you know, an interesting That's true. An interesting they made, move. They just made him the highest offensive lineman ever? Oh, or some, I don't know. I don't know I don't ever, know but that, right but now in the league, was, right? I yeah. Mean, but, like, Joe Burrow, like, he's worth he's worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way that yeah. you could look at him and be like, oh, I'm going to. And, 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 I mean, to re-hit a point I keep hitting the last few weeks, it's like, I you know, at least with him, I feel like he's. Nine times out of ten, going to be upright for the whole season, and uh-huh. is going to be you know, it's going to have first year when way. he had an ACL. That way, yep. we had we got that out <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah. But there's <laughs> always one. Facts get in the way. There's <laughs> always one ACL year with the quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, get that ACL year right. He got it done early. <laughs> facts it's get in the way of a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he yeah. came back from that and proved that he's still able. Yeah, no, to he's get, the real deal. Yeah. And when you have a guy like Burrow or Lamar Jackson or Tom Brady. You, you don't just factor in the play. You factor in the marketability. How many jerseys is he going to sell for us? Mm-hmm. What, what can he do yeah. for our franchise? Look at those being TikTok the face? numbers of just any video <laughs> yeah. they post they, of that man. They literally could post a picture of him. We're in our content right. and like marketing <laughs> meeting. I have to say this. And I'm just watching all these men talk about like, oh, the Bengals do this and the Eagles. Like, look at their numbers on their arrival videos. And all the girls are just sitting in the back like, yeah, that's because it's Joe Burrow and <laughs> Jalen Hurts, yeah. like, right. like, they're like hot. they're posting thirst <laughs> traps. <laughs> right. Literally, I think, I think if you, if you like analyzed their followers, it's probably like a lot more women than you think, and not because it is because they like football, but also because 
like looking at half of my algorithm is girls that don't watch football (laughs) talking (laughs) about (laughs) Joe Burrow this is the antithesis of Evan right here Evan knows Evan knows that he has to be quiet because he fanboyed over Josh Allen in the tunnel oh that's true that's true fanboy he he would have liked that that I gave Josh Allen a compliment (laughs) one time and now throw those ball over the mountains over there worst mistake of my life (laughs) no it was it wasn't the compliment it was talking about it in the meeting the next Monday (laughs) but how nice he was <laughs> uh, L from Wisconsin I says he has a gripe with me. Uh, his gripe is uh, the way I talked about the start of free agency at the end of last show. Oh. He says you mentioned that we go through this all the time. Team doesn't do much. Fans freak out. Rinse and repeat. The difference is that in those days we had the goat at quarterback and made the AFC Championship every year. The team didn't really need to get much better. Now the team needs to drastically improve. The Patriots are staring down a potential fourth place divisional ranking and can't fill all the holes in one draft. So yeah, I'm worried. And I don't trust Bill to do what's necessary. To me, you haven't got any better. Juju for Myers is a wash and signing to uh, mid-level right tackles for win is also kind of a wash. I what date is it? Is it March 16th or, yeah, March or is it 16th. September yeah. 16th? That's I, the I thing. Yeah. So, like, I, I listen, don't forget what I predicted last year's record was going to be. Eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nailed it. Fred the Homer. <laughs> Fred the Homer. So, like, I read the writing on the wall. Right. But right now, let's let's see what they're going to do. We're right. just pre-mad. Right. Like, that's yeah, that, pre-mad. And exactly. I think that that's the part that gets me yeah. agitated is because – we're four days into this, guys. It's and four days in. Also, Relax. the implications of the div- what's going on in the division yep. right now. That yeah. is, on, like, honestly, if that Aaron Rodgers video doesn't happen yesterday, if he's not going to the Jets, like, I'm probably like, cool, Juju. Like, content's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, we can't. No, no. It, that listen, that scares me. That the Jets defense and Aaron Rodgers with now Hall. You know, not hopefully. I hope he's not healthy. But no, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Jeez. But Hall Such back. You know, after his injury, and you know. They're going to be good. Yeah. They're going to be good. They should be good. But they're the Jets. They could screw it up. Would you put them over they, Miami? They should be good. Would you say put yes. them over Miami right I now? I put them as number two Rogers? right now on yeah. paper. Who? The, the Jets. The Jets. It's Bills, Jets, Miami, and us. Now, we could be better than Miami. That's a possibility as we sit right here now. Because we, know. <laughs> you know, we don't know what two is. You know, he could be out in week two. Yeah. You know? um, so that's, that's a, you know... Uh, a big gift for them. So we could actually, you know, as we sit here right now, be better than Miami. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I just, I wonder, you know, I, I totally get what he's saying. Like, and, and Evan's so right. We're pre-mad. We just assume that they're going to, you know, and I said my piece earlier about you do have to do some of this stuff. But, like, just what is your view on 2021? Like, this, they went out, they went hog wild in 2021, and we were all so excited. And That's what I'm it saying. was okay. What's the plan? It was okay. You know, yeah. so I, I just, I, the, the bottom line for me is that I don't think you were going to surpass the Bills in the first four days of free agency. Like, it's just, that's not going to happen. That's a great so, way of putting it. you know, like, you, you have to be methodical. You have to think about where the Patriots really are. And, you know, I just, I said it going into free agency. I'm not overly enamored with, oh, we could go get player X, Y, and Z, and then we're there. It's, you know, it's a lot of these kind of guys, guys like Juju Smith-Schuster that you're like, okay, um, but at the end of the day, I think it's all about development of the draft picks and nailing this draft again. And, and you find a couple guys who can contribute. I think you're seeing the roster kind of come together that you have, you know, a, a manageable starting point where you have every kind of hole generally filled, generally filled, not to the height you want it, but get to the draft, get those guys, add some talent, add two or three guys that can come in immediately and contribute. 
then you're starting to talk about a young team on the upswing with a young quarterback. You know, that's where that's where you want to be, not wow, we went out and overpaid again for all these free agents, and yeah, we we won ten games again in 2023, but it really wasn't that good. And now half of them are you know we're busts, and we're gonna have to get rid of those guys in two years, like we did with Jonu. You know those kind of things. I it just it's that's about the, the draft for me. I, I know that everybody wants to see a. a, a a more aggressive plan but to me looking at what they've done in free agency so far the plan is let's plug all of the depth that we need in all these other places line running back uh, bring back all of our defensive players that we like that fit the system and therefore when we put the cherry on top we have all the other foundational elements already in place now they're they've, they're still searching for the cherry i i get that but if you you got to be able to build out the rest of the roster too. And I think in free agency, that's where you can really find value in free agency is making sure that you maintain your depth in certain areas, maybe make some marginal upgrades like Juju and Jacoby Myers. And you're not going to, you're not going to win a Super Bowl by winning free agency. It's never done that way. And they did it a couple of years ago because they had the money to spend. And there was a market correction with COVID. And it, it, it ended up working out for them in the short term. But here we are again two years later. And we're still in the same spot that they were in 2021. So free agency is not the place that you make these big moves to move the needle. They, those guys don't make it to free agency. They get traded or they get re-upped by their own teams. Who in the market right now has moved at wide receiver De- deandre hopkins is still a cardinal right jerry judy's still a denver bronco like there's been no big trade like t higgins is still in cincinnati well, actually i just saw that braxton barrio signed with miami oh, oh that's huge oh, that's huge my goodness i thought it was How gonna be here i watched it right, I I watched right into that one didn't i yeah. but until those things happen i think that all of this this hysteria is premature until they decide to pass on it all you know all this receiver movement and and the real receiver movement not the jacoby myers and juju smith schusters but the deandre hopkins trades like until they pass on those if we get in here the tuesday after the draft and this is how the team looks then have at it like yeah. then it's open season but we got a long way to go i love how barrios totally is fair. rattling around the afc <laughs> no he can't get out be of a it. bill before long i yeah. mean talk about i mean but he played in miami it's right like, so yeah. it's I just mean, like it's, riley he played on like three yeah. three nfc north teams like yeah. he's just been yeah. floating around yeah yes, he's i mean he seems like he fits in the miami call he's got you know a good looking dude seems like he doesn't he date somebody's sister or something he dates olivia Culpo's, olivia Culpo's sister. little yeah. sister so oh, really so he's like it's funny he's like living the b level Danny Amendola. He's like the B level Danny Amendola yeah. out there. Like, ah. uh, but wingman, the wingman. All right, eight five five Pats five hundred. The Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Let's get to the phones. Eldred's in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? There it is. Oh, hey ladies, uh, hey, gentlemen, how y'all doing? Hey ladies. Hey. All right. Hey, uh, Evan. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. I hate that Juju move. <laughs> I watched Juju with the Steelers because my brother's a diehard Steeler fan. And when Brown left, they thought he was going to take over. He didn't take over. <laughs> Eldred, what know? happened to Big Ben Get him, when, a- when AB left? Oh, come on. Like, he, he's with washed Big Ben. We're going we're gonna to judge him on that. Washed, but, but, the guy couldn't even move. He should have been thrown. That about his I whole career. I what you call, but he just wasn't that guy. He's always banged up. I'd rather kept Myers, like you said, everybody, because he's a homegrown. And I know he didn't move the needle like everybody say, but at least he did move the, move the yard mark, yard markers. Most of the time, Did he and he was your most reliable receiver. So, you Eldred, know, I'm surprised. I'm surprised too. in you. I, I'm I, I, I feel like you I'm like. I'm I feel like you want real like. 
guys like Juju. Like, and I'm not saying that, like you said, he, was, he wasn't Antonio Brown. I'm not, and I don't think any of us are saying he is. But I'm just surprised because I think you know he does bring a little bit more juice to the offense. And I know, I mean, I know he's not going to be the guy for us, and, and that's what you want. But I am a little surprised. Yeah, but see, see, that's what everybody, everybody keeps saying: the middle of the field. But don't you think the defenses know that because we still ain't got nobody on the outside yet? It's they coming. The H out of the defense yet? You know, uh, that's 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 my concern. But <laughs> that's all I can But like do. the rest of like the rest of the league, like the rest of the fans. Do you have to go write something? We see. No, not yet. <laughs> I, I know uh, Gilmore. Gilmore's old, but you got a fifth round and you went to Dallas, and you got a third round for Pat for for Ramsey. Those two, two could be your two star corners, just like uh, we did with uh, with Revis and not Revis, but uh, yeah, Revis and the other guy. Brown. And then you know, just to start off, instead of doing Bryant. And doing Jones, who ain't a number one corner. They five at the short. They can't run with nobody. Saw that last year. Yeah. So that, I, that's I, one of the headaches that we see. You know. But I think that that's it's what they're doing with all these depth moves is that they're setting themselves up for when the draft comes around, maybe it is Joey Porter Jr. in the first round. Maybe it is, you know, somebody like Quentin Johnston or another receiver that they really like, Zay Flowers, whatever. You know, name the, name the guy. Because now they're setting themselves up where, okay, we have all these other pieces. Don't have to. We don't have to chase that. We don't yep. have to overdraft a guard again because uh-huh. we just don't have a guard to play in a game tomorrow. They could play a game tomorrow. Yep. They would, would they be the best team in the league? Certainly not. But they don't have any glaring, oh, they need a body here type of holes. Yeah. And so now we get to the draft and we can go chase the high-end yeah. talent. I'm with you totally on that. One more question. All right. Uh, what y'all think about, uh, I think it was Riley Riff. I think any of the left tackle for the Bengals that we're supposed to find. Nah. I think he's, he's probably going to have to stay on the right side if he – Yeah. I mean, he's old. Veteran experience. I mean, but yeah. sounds like he's a leader. I don't know. Yeah. That, that contract surprised me a little bit just because he's, he's near the end of the line. But I think that they've established – I mean, you got six tackles now. When you bring Kajust back, you got Calvin Anderson, uh, you signed Reef, you brought Connor McDermott back. So, I mean, they – you know, like to Evan's point, they got some depth there. They got some competition. Do they have a number one left tackle, the future guy? No. But who knows if one of those guys, well, Paris Johnson, is sitting one. there. Yeah. All right, we don't have to reach for him, but if he's there, yeah. you know, we can take him. Thanks, Eldred. Uh, let's go to Willem and Philem. What's up, William? William. William. You yeah, there? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> there he is. Sorry. I don't, <laughs> don't want to interrupt you. You know, yeah. Oh, no, what's no, up? No, I had I had on mute for a second. I'm uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm ahead. I'm ahead of my work at my job and whatnot. So you know, right, they, don't get fired. Yeah. Stupid. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm I'm just get right to it. Uh, I, I cannot. I can tell you got TikTok boy Jesus. Yes. That was great. Okay, I'm trying to get this out. I'm trying to get this out. All right, Evan. I'm gonna yes, say it like this: Is he better? Is he better than Jacoby Myers? Absolutely, yes. But you've got to also deal nope, with no buts. Two at the same it's a football team. It's not that. the boys. Hold scouts. on, I can't hear. I can't hear him. What you? I don't know. I don't know if he is he better than um, Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. He yes, he is better than Jacoby Myers. But um, my concern also with him though, Evan, is you know the. I mean, I hope he don't do no little dances and stuff. I'm just going <laughs> Bring to, it on. You know, mess the team up Dance. basically or. Jump into somebody's end zone, do some old nonsense, and then the other, Fools. the other team on the other side, right? Now come on the sideline. You know what I'm talking about. Why are we afraid okay. of that? 
And Isn't that a like? Why am I Are you go serious? catch a touchdown on Buffalo and go dance on that dang logo <laughs> and shove it in yeah, their faces. Like have some, throw some have some and attitude. And then go tweet man. about him after the Evan, game and start a three day long. They don't have anybody yeah. that has any type of alpha energy like that. That's, is that alpha I'll social I'm, media I'm star? Evan, he's in New England. He's nowhere. He's not with the Steelers. Anybody else? He's in New England. You think Bill gonna play a lot of that nonsense? I don't. Yes, think so. I think he is. Right? I would no, kill I, to be in that I conversation. Don't Bill, I don't think Bill. I don't think Bill will tolerate disrespecting other teams. I'm not asking him to disrespect. No. Well, you other just teams. said dance on their logo. Yeah. So, like when some, teams don't like, like that. Have you, no. have you, have you noticed? It would be good to have somebody around that act, teams don't like playing against. So oh, oh, that's different. Yeah, like <laughs> that's different. When Sauce beat the Packers and put the cheese head on top of his head, that's wild. Oh. There's no way Bill would allow that. Yeah. And my last, my last thing is this, and I'll and I'll leave it at this. I just want to address. Evan a little bit with this and I know Paul ain't there. I know how y'all kind of hard on the fans. You thinking like, well, what do the fans want this that third? So I let me speak a little bit for the fans. I'm mm. not going to go all in with it, but you know, we're not stupid and dumb, okay? I didn't like, say we, you were stupid see, or dumb. But I know you Paul did. Oh, I'm going to get to it, okay? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just want you to understand, you know, what do the fans want? You have Eldridge calling for a wide receiver or my stuff. You have Claire calling for a tight end. You have other you know, call us calling in for whatever. So we kind of know what we would like to have for the team. I mean, I'm, we're worried because of the fact you got to deal with Josh Allen. You might have to deal with Aaron Rodgers. You better hope that we ain't got to deal with Lamar going to Miami or Tom Brady coming back, our our our, 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 our this quarterback, right, and they tearing us up and we at the bottom of the list. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be patient like you were saying, Evan. We're going to see what, uh, what Bill going to do. But right now, but what I'm seeing right now, I ain't liking what I'm seeing. But the juju thing, that's okay. But those right tackles, those little death charts y'all got in the back there, eh-eh. Nah. Okay. All right. I, so I, you got Mac Jones, okay? You got I hear you, man. William, but they don't play games on March Thanks, 16th, all right? We got, we got some time. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody or anything like that. It's just, it just shows a little bit of patience. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, let's go to Christian in Boston. What's up, uh, Chris with a T-I-A-N? Hey, Freddie. What's happening, everybody? How you doing? Hey, hey and by the way, if you put your brain power to it, we can figure out how to get rid of the telephone poles. We can figure it out. <laughs> Look, that's why, I mean, that's why I'm calling two and a half shows and there's no update on your proposal to eliminate all telephone It's working its way through the legislature. It's working its way through the legislature. How does a bill yeah. become a law? Well, right. that, that, that's not a good sign. Yeah, I know. Can't get any slower than the legislature. I know. Is this a private conversation? What are you guys talking about? No, I proposed, <laughs> I, I proposed a 30-year plan on Twitter to remove all telephone poles oh. in the United States. I like it. I don't think they're dangerous. Put them in the ground. They're dangerous. Yeah. They're dangerous. They're I hit one in East Dallas. They're easy to hit. Every time there's a storm, there's outages. Let's bury them. Right near the old uh, yeah. drive-in theater very, in East very Dallas. Difficult, Boom. Very difficult. It, it's, it's difficult, but it can be done. <laughs> bury them. Yeah. Right. Uh, on to more important items. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's anything. I, we'll <laughs> save that one for a few weeks. On. Yeah, definitely. We're going to need it in, like, June. We'll table um, right. I, I am worried about uh, you know sort of the this whole dynamic and what, what and I wanted to get you what you guys thought on on it about the locker room and you know whether Jacoby was quote there's a theory out there Felgram as one of these quote group of five in that group of five that was that was during the season that was causing an issue and you know if that was a factor in this like yeah Juju's a better player but not by much. 
I mean, I, I don't think you're going to get a guy here that's going to help you win games. You're going to get a guy that's going to help you move the chains. But I don't know if you got a guy that's going to help you win games. I don't. And that's what they need. They need a guy that can help them win games. And, Fred, I'm with you off the top. Like, they haven't drafted and developed anybody realistically since Dion Branch. I guess you could throw Malcolm Mitchum in there if you want. But here you have a guy who you knew fit your system, who you knew understood your system, who last year, in the midst of a dumpster fire of an offense, actually produced in what we all agreed was like the worst offense they've had in years. And he just let him walk. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. It's frustrated. But I am curious to see what you guys think on the uh, on the whole thing with the locker room dynamic and stuff. Who, who, are, yeah. the, who are the other uh, Thanks, Christian. four of this Felder right. and Mass? All right. Good. They make shit up all the time. Oh, oh, oh. what's the language? Uh, (laughs) um, I I mean, I just, I disagree with him. (laughs) I just agree with the point that he's not going to help you win games. I mean, I think you can see plenty of plays that he's made where he catches the ball, he breaks the tackle, he pulls away, and it's a big play. Um, He's got, I just think that he's a better player. And I know that it's not exactly what everybody wants, but I do think it's, a worthy upgrade and you know I'm not really trumpeting anything else they've done I think they're solid moves but this is one that I think they made an upgrade on the team and it, and it's just hard like what what do you want like what do you what do you need like it's just it just feels like everybody just clamoring for stars and that's all that's the only way to do God it is forbid. to sign is to sign <laughs> star yeah. players that's it that's the only way we get out of this is if we sign stars in free agency and I mean I'm it's like speaking for myself it's I don't know if people realize like how ridiculous social media is during this period. Like people yeah. are relentless about mm-hmm. at us. Like we have anything to do with it. I actually not made complaining. A, I actually made a TikTok about that. But it's just like <laughs> guys, <laughs> like hold oh my gosh, how long have we been doing this? I mean, I, I, I mean, I have been friends. doing this for what 2006. I mean, 17 years of been following every moment of the Patriots, and like, come on, like we know how this goes. I know sometimes they go crazy in phrases. Sometimes it's more reserved, but. Uh, based on where they are and where they need to go, I think it's more about the draft and developing guys than it's going to be about these big splashes in free agency. To All right, we're going to we're going to real take, quick uh, his question about like the locker room thing and Jacoby being a problem in the locker room. That's the most well, absurd, impossible I mean, thing to. Envision. The only thing I can't say is just like, well, then why is Kendrick Bourne still here? Because Kendrick Bourne was apparently one of those guys who was talking to. So if they're on a purge to get rid of anybody who said poor of no, the Matt Patricia yet. offense, then. Well, where else is the example? It was example? very visible. I'm that. actually surprised. Like I, I thought that, that I had had no idea about that take that one of Paul's shows had. Uh, <laughs> did I do it right? Either. I, no, I want to know who else. But I, involved. I, I actually kind of feel like it's the opposite. Exactly. From yeah, where the opinion was sure. of these guys that have been leaders in this locker room. You know, they haven't really won anything. They haven't really been you know great on that side of the ball. And I think they're trying to get some new energy, some yeah. some fresh perspective. And I also think we've talked about it a lot, Mike. Some of these guys, like Ramondre, Jaco- like some of these are guys are more con- quiet, more reserved people, yep. and they don't necessarily have that that big energy to them. Uh, I I actually think that that's more about that than it is about them being problems. And I don't think they were problems. No. I I just don't think they looked at the last three years and they said, "What did we really accomplish in the last three years with this core, with this group of players?" And just and also, Jaco- Jacoby wouldn't have won the award, the media award, yeah. like if he was really a problem in the locker room. Like he was well, always. Well, that's voted on by but, us. Yeah, but, but I'm <laughs> saying he was still like great yeah. to talk to, win, loss. I mean, even after the, his Raiders game situation, it's like, not. It's, I think the I think his teammates loved him. 
Uh, so that wasn't the problem. It's I think he said things that irked the coaches. The only thing that he said was when Matt got pulled for um, I literally yeah. him blinking Zaps. on his name for Zappy. When he got pulled for Zappy, he he said he was shocked. Like he was shocked that that happened when it happened because everyone was booming and stuff. That's the only thing Hard that I heard him say. And like it's the truth. We were all shocked. I that, know that you don't say that. You don't say that publicly. You don't say it because it causes problems. You know, um, and he said some other things earlier uh, before the season about the offense mm-hmm. a little bit. He's, he says some. Uh, listen, I love to. I, it's great to hear guys that speak their mind, but that's not the Patriot way. Not publicly. Not publicly. I don't think there's any. I think Bill wants to hear from people, mm-hmm. but inside. Keep, keep our stuff inside. You know? Can I make one more point? Like, I also just feel like if right now, if me and Evan were on the side of. But he knows the system for a guy that we'd be getting killed. Right? Like that is why you I'm get so killed. shocked. Well, he knew the system. Like this. people are saying, "Well, he knew the system." I'm like, "Don't we need more He's than knowing the system?" Well, the system might change system. anyway. The system will, will. He was a homegrown talent all the way to 800 yards every. Like, like what, what do we say? I'm imagining me making that argument to Paul, but, but Paul, he knows this. Like he would be like, right? He would go crazy. You know. All right, we're gonna take a break. Foods here. When we come back, more calls and emails here in Patriots Unfiltered. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. 
There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. 
Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments. A world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. 
Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. And now, great moments in... History. P.S. I was hoping you guys could send me some good luck. I'm a writer in progress and have just sent off a submission that if accepted, may get me my first novel. Keep your fingers crossed for me. Well, we will. Absolutely. I know what you're going through, Claire. Claire from West... You don't know what she's going through. I do. I'm trying to get a book published. I know what that is she, like. It sounds like she sent it off. It's like in yes. the works. No, she said she sent it off. Like She's trying to get it published. Oh, well, Unless I'm misunderstanding what, what she's saying. Yeah. Well, she's hers is finished. Yeah, so is mine. It is? That's why I'm trying to get it published. The Africa one? Yes. It's a it, long time ago, right? That's another great moment from All right. Uh, back here okay. at Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PASS-500 oh. is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. That's such an optimistic email from Claire, and it's like a former writer sending off submissions of like, I just sent off my first submission, and if it all goes well, I'm like, right. do you know how many people have had that thought and oh, it yeah. actually happened that way? It's a tough one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, some of the emails, webradio at patriots.com, the natives are restless. Uh, Rich in Hamden, Connecticut says uh, he's mad at Evan. Good. Uh, he says, so he says Boy Scouts don't win your Super Bowls, but TikTok and bad guys win your Super Bowls? <laughs> Please. This will turn out to be a mistake. Mark my words. We had a bad locker room vibe last year, and now you add this guy who thinks he's the star on a team of, let's face it, not many stars. Doesn't liking your own player count for anything anymore? No. Uh, but also, was he like that in Kansas City? Did, was he overshadowing Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in Kansas City? I didn't get I that vibe. I barely he was on the team. Well, I think that's his point is at there they had stars, so he didn't have to be the star. I, I just – if you want to well, have an opinion about Juju like that because he likes TikTok and has a little bit of a – I don't even want to call it an attitude because I don't think that's right. But if that's your yeah. opinion, I'm not going to change your mind. No. And if, you're, if that's what you're concerned about, then I guess we'll see. I mean, it's certainly something that has been an issue around here if guys, you know. But to Evan's point, I think that they're trying to change the locker room dynamic. And a lot of the bad juju last year was the <laughs> fact that the offensive oh. side of the ball. Oh. You didn't, oh. even, oh my you didn't gosh, even see what you did there. Bad juju. Oh, he man. knew what no. he was No, I didn't. I really didn't. Subconsciously, <laughs> um, you knew. But I think a lot of the bad vibes last year were you know because the offense didn't know what the hell they were doing and so you know that was trickle down effect and it wasn't like oh they had all these bad personalities like i don't think kendrick Bourne did anything wrong when josh mcdaniel was here the year before and everything was going good it's you now but i look you're evan 
if that's what you're concerned about, that he doesn't know the offense and that he might make TikToks, who knows? Maybe. Uh, Stevie from Texas is mad at Evan, too. He says, <laughs> Chiming in from around the corner. Player. The listeners mad at me about this. This is wild. Right. He says, uh, let's get something straight, Evan. You keep <laughs> mentioning Jacoby 800 yards from last year, but let's not forget he did this play, uh, playing 14 out of 17 games. You can argue that two of those and Juju 14, had 933 and 15 games. You can so argue that two of those 14 games he was banged up. He could have easily had a better year than TikTok my boy if healthy. Could be my aunt if you know. Also, Evan, I think you're dreaming if you think we're going to draft a free agent and bring him in and develop him to a star receiver. To a star receiver, quit slandering Jacoby. He's better than any other receiver on the team. I think he would have produced well in Billio's offense, and I'm very disappointed we let him walk for TikTok boy. Just to be clear, TikTok man. Oh, I feel almost bad for Juju now. Jacoby, hey, I'm not slandering Jacoby. Okay, this is this is a for me this is analysis like a business like they evaluate football players, okay? Like I, I don't care about the the person when it comes to what they're going to do between the lines. I just don't. And I think Juju is a better football player than Jacoby and I'm genuinely shocked that this fan base that's been starving for better playmakers on offense just desperate for it for years now is now coming out and saying oh but this guy was he was a good teammate and he was a good system fit and he was good in the locker room and everybody mac loved to like that's what we're gravitating towards run it back we used to get made fun of for gravitating towards some those types of things and now we're doing that like i just i'm so blown away that that's Uh, the narrative franklin in baltimore lazar said last show that he wants the Patriots to have a lineup of great receivers just like the Bengals. So why is there contentment over the Patriots signing Juju, where it is both a statistical as well as analytical fact he is a lesser receiver than what he showed in Pittsburgh? If the point is to have great receivers, period, shouldn't he want more than Juju? Because I absolutely do. He has proven to be a much lesser player than what his 2018 season showed, which is the definition of a statistical outlier, no matter how many excuses is given for his lack of production. Well, that, but that, I mean, yes, but like he's also at least demonstrated that he has a ceiling. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm going to come in here and expect that he's going to have what he had in 2018, which was 111 catches for 1,426 yards and seven touchdowns. Like, but it's not like he fell off a cliff. I mean, two years later, 2020, 97 catches, nine touchdowns, 831 yards. The guy has produced. He's the same age as Jacoby. I just, I, I think he's an improvement. And I, you can talk about, like, he's never going to be that guy again. Maybe not. But I think based on the kind of player he is, it's an upgrade on Jacoby Myers. At least he has that on his resume. Like, at least we, we've seen him in the NFL have a season like he did in 2018 where he was a pro bowler and had these great stats. Like, at least that's on there because they the, in 2021 when they signed Aguilar and they signed Kendrick Bourne, that was about projecting forward of, oh, maybe this guy could, could break out. Maybe Kendrick Bourne. How many times have we heard the Kendrick Bourne breakout take, right? Like, oh, he's the guy that they need to feature in the offense. This guy has been featured in an offense and has produced at a high level and has made a pro. Like, they got a, a former pro bowler and people are mad about it. I, I, I'm just, I feel like I'm living in, like, an alternate universe right now. He doesn't know the offense. Uh, let's get back to the phones. We do have a lot more emails, um, and they're not happy, but we'll get, get to the phones. Uh, Xavier's in California. What's uh, what's up, Xavier? Xavier! X-Men. What's up? Xavier! No? You on mute? No? Okay, we're going to move on. 
We're going to go to New York where Tyson is on the phone. What's up, Tyson? Yeah, what's up, guys? It's first time caller, long time listener. Thank um, you. I just want to say that I, you're welcome. Um, I just feel like I like as, as a Patriots fan. Um, I, I feel like I've been lied to because Robert Kraft promised us an improved product on the field. Meanwhile, you're paying two hundred and fifty million dollars for a stadium renovation, but you don't have the balls enough to go and at least talk to Lamar Jackson and ask him what he wants. It's March sixteenth. No well, do you know that they didn't do it's that? March sixteenth. Yeah. yeah, on the field. Yeah, he's talking specifically. Uh, I mean, maybe they did talk to Lamar Jackson. I don't know that. I don't know. The, the, my, yeah, like I said, my problem is there's no buzz around this team. There's no buzz on social media about this team. We were promised an improved, an, an improved product. At least get in the room. At least, at least, at, like, at least give me something. Like going for Juju, a TikTok star. What's the point of having this massive scoreboard when there's not going to be no points scored? By oh, Jones? oh! It's, it's obvious that Belichick doesn't believe in Mac Jones because if he did, he wouldn't have taken his binky and Jacoby Myers away. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. The the Patriot way is okay. We're going to draft you. We're going to develop you, and then we're not going to pay you. As a matter of fact, we're going to go out and get somebody else and pay him the same exact money, which we should have paid Jacoby Myers. My problem is with this franchise is that you're you're middling. You're middling. You got Aaron Rodgers in a division. You got dog walked by the Bills the last few years. You can't win a division anymore. And now the Miami Dolphins have surpassed you. But you want me to go spend money to go see Matt Corkle Jones Oof. throw to Juju? Wow. Schuster when they're off? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why can't Belichick or Robert Kraft just pony up and at least give us a lap dance? At least get in the room with Lamar Jackson and ask him what he wants. Because at the end of the day, you can't win with this type of offense anymore. You've got to go out and get a franchise quarterback. And I don't care what he pays for. Why are fans so upset with, well, what are we, dumpster diving? What are we shopping at the thrift store? If you want to get better, and, you want, and you're going to get that investment back, by the way, because you're going to get it through jersey sales. You're going to get buzz on social media. You completely change the trajectory of your franchise going forward rather than middling for the next five years. Mm. All Do right. something. That's uh, all I'm asking. At least get in the room with Lamar Jackson. I okay. That's Xavier. I love call. it. Great I call. love all the passion. Call. My I love favorite it. call ever. Yeah, call. Now, yeah. Now, that now, was like a favorite call. Yeah, ever. that was. That's my favorite call. That ever. was. That was really good. That was a mic drop type of phone call. Oh. Paul would have liked that, and it meant a lot because it really came from someone that listens and doesn't always feel the need to weigh in. Today he felt the need to weigh in. Oh, that was that was beautiful. That was an epic call. Now the chances, if if they had gotten in the room with Lamar, chances are Lamar would have said something. So mm-hmm. they they probably haven't. But honestly, we don't know. We don't know if they hadn't reached out to Lamar's mom and and said, <laughs> "Hey, mom, what what does he want?" Or you know, um, I like the point he made about like there's no buzz though. Like we'll hear like well, I don't the care Patriots about that. are interested you in these players, Super Bowls on but social yeah. media, but a salary not is an issue, and it's just yeah. I don't know. I would like but, to hear more of that stuff. I would so, like to hear that they're getting after it. But I think it. I don't think it's even about social media. I think it's about like even what I said on Tuesday in the show of like when you come come to play the Patriots, what are you scared of? What challenges you? Nothing right now. Yeah. And like when, meanwhile, when we go into the Patriots locker room and they're facing other teams, they're like, yeah, we have to try to stop Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we have to you know try to stop Burrow Chase. But when you play the Patriots and you go in their locker room, and you're asking them like, what challenges do you face with this offense? Nothing. Well, in all fairness, so, the Patriots would say that about Tyler Huntley. So but, I mean, but you know. no, but I'm saying like, yeah. there's just nothing that like you really that scares you. It's just been so predictable, so boring, so yeah. like. It's just not aesthetically pleasing. No, I, and so th- there is who, no buzz. Who, who has there moved is no buzz. In free agency that that would would fit. The, I'm with you in yeah. the take, but like 
they're, those players haven't moved yet. And we're all just getting all crazy and all riled up about the fact that the Patriots haven't had a sit down with Lamar. Has Lamar Jackson been traded? Has he? Ha, is, where is Lamar Jackson playing for a different team? Has he signed an extension with Baltimore? Is there any movement whatsoever? I don't whatsoever? even want to use that as an example. Okay, but I'm just De- saying. Has DeAndre as Hopkins like, been traded? We need to find money for DeAndre Hopkins. Is, has Odell signed with a new team? Has Jerry Judy moved? Yeah, no, it's a it's all good points. It's all yeah, good points. But I think that if you were targeting a top flight quarterback, you'd be doing it right now. You you don't wait on that. Yeah, no, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we don't know if they're doing that or not. Yeah, we don't. But know. to your point, do you think that like I, we're going to get an update that Odell or Jerry Judy or we're making one of these trades? I don't like, know. is that feasible? Like, because for me, I I've tell you, ruled it out. It's a pipe dream. All I can tell you is this, and I. I, I I try not to say too much because I, I don't I don't want to get in in uh, any hot water. Those conversations are going on in the building. They the co- that conversation about those level of players is going on a uh, hundred yards from here. The the director of player personnel told me in an interview that those conversations are going on. We printed it on Patriots.com that those conversations are going on about this team that they need to get that dynamic playmaker, that they need to pony up for those dynamic playmakers. Unfortunately, right now, four days into free agency, none of those guys have moved yet. Yeah. And, you know, the Patriots don't want to be always, you know, negotiating against themselves. So they might have gone to a Jerry Judy or OBJ and said, listen, we want you. Um, You know, here's our ballpark. Go see what you're, you know, can get. Come back to us. Um, we're interested in you, you know. So maybe it's just going to take time if it does happen, which I just think is good business generally. Like, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to pour water on it, but like, don't you? I always just feel like the Patriots weren't like it's good business. You should reach out on anybody that could potentially mm-hmm. help the team, absolutely, and say, what, what are you thinking? What's it going to take? Okay, not for us, but we, you know. And then it's reported as well. The Patriots checked in on him. Oh my god, you know, like. So I mean, there's varying degrees of interest, and there's also a baseline of due diligence and needing to know what's available around the league. And I think, you know, they're on top of it. So, And I, you never know. Like, the Bengals just signed Orlando Brown. They just spent a ton of cash. Who would have thought that? So maybe now it's time where they start picking up the phone about T. Higgins, you know, because they're not going to pay him. Yeah. You know, so I, who knows? Evan's right. It's early. It's early. Um, so let's see what happens. And they haven't really made – you know, Juju was like a solid move, but that's not really a splash. You know, like mm-hmm. like it's, and I think that they still have the resources to make those splash moves. So, I think part of it is you need to let it play out a little bit because everybody gets all hot and bothered this first week with, you know, teams reaching out to guys. What are you thinking? How about this? How about you're going back and forth in all kinds of different ways, trying to find compensation that that'll work for everybody. So, it's ongoing. It's ongoing right now, and, and like Evan said, we're day four. So, who knows? Within the next day and a half. It could continue to look different. It certainly looks a lot different to me. Maybe not worlds different than it did on Tuesday. You know, I, I, I'm interested. I don't. Has anyone heard what Chiefs fans are saying with Myers coming in? You mean uh, Raiders? Fans? I mean Raiders yeah. fans. Um, no, no, I haven't seen. Oh wait, oh wait, he didn't. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm all confused. Oh my god. Uh, I, Mark that one, Matt. Never, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all confused. My, no, but Tamara was what? Tamara had the up Raiders. on the screen. Yeah. She had uh, Jacoby look like he's doing his intro press he conference in that. Uh, 
in that press room that we were that we were in out there in the Taj Mahal. So yeah, yeah. it was, a little, a little it was sad. very sad. And I messaged my friends there. I'm like, y'all are getting a gem in Jacoby. You're gonna love him in the locker room. Yeah, love him in the. So they locker already room. have Adam, so I mean, they're they're gonna love him in the locker. Room. <laughs> He's great. Uh, I refuse to disparage. Let's go to uh, Tyree in South Carolina. What's up, Tyree? Hey, I I don't know if you said China, but I'm in Charleston. I said South Carolina. Oh, South Car- Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, first oh. of all, I love Evan. Um, I, I I hate that everybody's picking on him today. He's a great guy. He, oh, it's okay. He, he has Thank always you. We do this great daily. news, you know. Um, but I think as far as like the offseason acquisitions that we're trying to make, you know, maybe we do end up with Mike Kosecki. Or, you know, we get Jerry Judy with the contract that he has. But overall, I, I don't really know. I think we should really be looking towards the draft overall for what our future is because we have great pieces on our defense and we have solid resources on our offense right now with the off, uh, the offensive line acquisitions that we made. So why don't we just look to the draft? Is is are you guys not yeah. hot on this draft yes. at all? Yes, I know. Oh, this no. is what I've been saying the whole yeah. time. I think I, I mean, I you got to do some stuff in free agency to round the roster out, and you, and the move like Juju is good. But if this team is going to get back to where they were at the top of the division, it will come through the draft. It will not come through you know a bunch of splashy but, free agency. And you got to remember, a good draft is you know if you know in the immediate future is when you get two guys who immediately make an impact. That's a good draft. Yeah. You know, but that's not going to turn around your team unless it's at the quarterback position. Yeah, and it's not going to be at the quarterback position. So, yes, totally looking forward to the draft for maybe an impact player or two, but also for building toward the future. Absolutely, it's critical. It's critical. Yep. You know, that's how you got into this mess. That's that's how they're setting this thing up. Is they're setting this thing up so that when they get to the draft, they get on the clock at 14 in the first round, they are not forced to, to take a particular position. They can look at it and say, who's our best player on the board? And we're going to take that guy. Now, do I think position matters? Yeah, like I don't think they're going to take a running back, right? But it, they're going to look at it and say, who's, you know, the, we have these four or five positions that we want to hit on in the first three rounds, four rounds. Wh- who's the best guy that we have rated here? I think last year they got into the into a position in the offseason by trading Shaq Mason and not matching the deal for Ted Karras where they had to take a guard and they were they were back against the wall at that position and that's how you get the Cole Strange pick. Now the way that they've set it up, they don't run into that situation. So yeah, the caller said the draft is going to be everything, but we have six more weeks to go to the draft and I don't think yeah. the patience meter is Right. Is, Thanks is Tyree. And just highlight highlight the last two draft classes too. Like those guys need to all continue to take steps forward. Josh Uche needs to take a little bit of a step forward, maybe round out his game a little bit. You know, Marcus Jones needs to like take that step to be the full-time slot corner. Uh, you know, they need to figure out a way to replace what Devin McCourty did, you know, in piecemeal. It's not going to be one guy. So it's just there's a lot of time left. So I, I get I get why everybody's anxious. I mean, the first few days it was, you know, you want something sexy. You want to come out of the gates with a big haymaker that sets the tone, and, and it wasn't really what they did. I mean, it is true, though. You get an email right at the end of the season saying things are going to change. Um, and I think everyone was trying to be patient all yep. last season with, you know, an unorthodox way of – coaching a team without an offensive coordinator and other things so i i think like the frustration is stemming from all of that and it's just yeah it's I hard mean, let's not let's not underestimate or undervalue the move to bring in bill o'brien mm-hmm. you know when's the last time that bill that bill 
basically fired a coordinator. Yeah, I mean, the O-line they all coach they all move on to better things or retire or whatever. But when's the last time that Bill just simply relieved somebody of their duties? I don't Googe. remember that. Googe is the only. Yeah, I mean, that's not a coordinator. But he wasn't a coordinator. Yeah, and he also. I mean, they had Dante coming out of retirement, so right. He's a little bit. Did they feel like they kind of tried to get out of peas? That yeah, that one fizzled out for sure. Yeah. Okay, but I thought that he was kind of temporary when he came. But yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. But but it doesn't. I am surprised. I, I mean, I got to be honest. Like as bad as last year was, and as much as all, all the offensive stuff was confirmed, I'm still surprised that Matt Patricia was just out like completely. I I really didn't see that coming. So I do think it's it's significant. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Sean in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? Hey everyone. I doubt uh, Mr. Myers is still listening, but we yeah. all love Raiders Sean. unfiltered. He's over. Are you? Yeah, I have to go to that. I don't think I will. But you know, <laughs> he was the best. Jacoby was the best receiver the Patriots had the last three seasons, and I think moving to the Raiders is going to be good for him because he has Devontae Adams there. He's not going to be blanketed on every uh, obvious passing down. So I could see him getting you know over a thousand yards. Maybe it's not going to be uh, fourteen hundred and uh, one hundred eleven catches, but I, I think he's going to have a, a good year. And but this is this is what brings us back to the Patriots, and we're still waiting. Uh, Juju, I'm still I'm kind of happy. I think. He's similar to Myers. Maybe he has a, a higher ceiling and a better yak. But if we need we need something else. We we need that number one, and that's that's what I'm waiting for. And we'll hopefully get that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks, Sean. Um, John writes in, says, "I am not mad at Evan. Thank you. I agree that ju- <laughs> I agree that Juju is an upgrade, but we still need a WR one. I like the signing, but we still miss Myers." Yeah. So there's just no nobody's disputing that they can't be done with Juju. And I think one thing that I w- would definitely, if we get to the again, if we get to that Tuesday show after the draft, and they're just expecting Tyquan Thornton to take a leap, and uh, they run it back with yeah. everybody else just plus Juju, then I'm not going to be happy. Like I'm not going to be satisfied with that. So that's the one thing that I'm concerned about is that. You talk about who would be a nice compliment next to Juju. A speed guy like Tyquan Thornton, in theory, would be the right player. And I'm I am a little bit concerned that they think that Tyquan is just going to be that guy. I just didn't see that enough evidence from his rookie season that he can be that guy. Uh, Tim, our friend from Dunk- Duncan, writes in, uh, I'm hearing all the negative feedback Evan is receiving, <laughs> and I want to say I am in agreement with him. I like Jacoby, but I believe Juju will be an improvement over him. And maybe he won't throw it to the other team and eliminate the playoffs, uh, oh, Patriots from the playoffs. On. That was some wow. That was wait, uncalled for. Oh, we so, made that joke wait, yesterday. Who is giving you hate? I'm, I'm very confused. A lot literally, of people. Literally, you haven't been listening to the emails. <laughs> oh, the emails are. Yeah, okay, yeah. got yeah, it. Man. I was like, I don't know what you're talking. Coming about. Coming at him hard. I mean, I did give you grief about the the Josh Allen thing, but outside of that. Um, you you oh, and I, and I, I love that you're taking all the arrows because I've been in completely lockstep with you yeah, about this. I think move, I, maybe so. I'm yeah. just I, yeah. I I just I get annoyed this time of year, <laughs> as you all can really? probably you? tell. I get I get annoyed because people are so impatient. Right. Like it, this is, roster building is a long process. Okay, there's checkpoints throughout the season, the off season. You have the start of free agency, then you have the draft, then you have training camp, and there's usually moves, you know, roster cutdowns and that type of stuff. Usually, there's some more player movement at that point. Then you have the trade deadline during the season. Like these are different. We are at step one of I would say really three steps of true player movement, which 
obviously the draft and the end of training camp being the other one. Just give it some time. Like, get, give them some time. If they don't do anything, then we can all be up in arms. But right now, everybody, like Mike said earlier in the show, wants to win the Super Bowl in the first four days of free agency. That's not how it works. Uh, Joe said, I, think it, I think everyone has that mentality because of the Rams and how they just stacked. Like, and they won the Super Bowl. But again, look at where they are now. I know, but they did. They did what they whatever they could to get the guys there, and they won the Super Bowl. And so I think that when you They're see all things, in, they went all in. They literally <laughs> did again. Cap space yeah. where you're like it doesn't exist. But I think that's why. And I think you see other teams. I guess well the Panthers they really needed to get that that um, draft. But even pick. still, with the Rams, Ramsey was a trade deadline acquisition. Mm-hmm. Odell was released mid season by Cleveland and then signed with LA after that. So they still kept adding players that made huge dividends for them in the playoffs mm-hmm. so they they weren't done like they didn't just get Matthew Stafford in in February I think that trade went down early and then they're just like all right cool yeah see you in the Super Bowl yeah. like that you know they kept on adding players and that's what good teams do yeah and I think that's what they want they want the Patriots to keep adding players like the 49ers continued to add players I mean obviously they had some serious quarterback issues later on that they weren't planning like you can't plan for those things but I think they want the Patriots to become that team They've that will take those risks well. I 100% sure, get yeah. that they want the yeah. Patriots to go take for the it risk. and, I, and get, I get that but they, you got to give it some time to, to let it materialize the market is still you know they, they really haven't had a tight end that's even signed anywhere yet the, Juju and Jacoby Myers are the, I think Paris Campbell just signed with the Giants and I think that him and Hardy are in Buffalo are uh, we're starting to see some mm-hmm. movement in the wide receiver market, but not not a ton. I, I, I also think you want to see the Patriots get away from the Patriot way. And, like, I think that you have to be able to adapt and you have to be able to change with the times. Like, you can't just do everything the way you've been doing I don't doing think it. they signed Juju five years ago. I, I just don't think that that's, like, that's a move. That I just I just can't get over, though. Like, they did this in two years ago. Like, they mm-hmm. went crazy in free agency. Like, you know, they talk about they need to change it up. Like, they changed it up two uh, years ago. But those were and like, we know yeah, how it works. Exactly. You know, like, so, like are we like, rebuilding or are we just trying to patch and, like, win again and be a top tier? Well, like, that's I mean, what both. the confusion but, is. Well, and that's like, but it's let like me ask why you this, are we playing Let me ask this about So how would you rebuild a team? Do you think the only – how do you rebuild a team is by – is Like, burn it all down start from scratch. And, but don't you feel like that's what they kind of did in 2020? We, I don't think we can do that. I think we have a rabid fan base. I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to see us tanking. But it's just that that's why the, people are so anxious and there's so much angst because it's like, what are we? Yeah. Oh, what I, but I also think all that money that was spent, none of those guys I like would have probably spent that much money for. It. Like I feel like they were kind of off brands. Like they weren't. They weren't like Nelson Aguilar. Why? Johnny yeah. Smith, why? I like, like right. I think there's just the, those were Johnny guys was that the like only really you, bad contract. Yeah. You, I mean, it wasn't just about like the bad contract. It was just like, but it's just like, just but those are the most though at the picked. time that had they done those on Tuesday of this week that the people would not be have the torches out, you know. And the reality of that situation though was that yes, we made some free agency splashes. How much difference is it going to make? A little, a little. Like some of these guys will work out okay. Other are not going to work out. So I just I just think it's a little bit of a cautionary tale to be like, all right, maybe I'm not going to lose my mind that we didn't reproduce 2021 because I saw how that worked out. Like, again, like who are we? I think we're a team that needs to build through the draft and needs to do it the right way. The way they got into this was they missed on important draft picks. Too many, too many high-round draft picks at the end of Tom Brady's career. You know, mid midway 2010, they picked up Edelman, Edelman. They picked up Gronkowski. They found generational players, Dante Hightower. You know, guys that would come in and be part of the championships. They didn't find those guys in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. 
they have to find those guys again. They have to find stars, and they come all in the draft. You mentioned the 49ers. I mean, Fred Warner, what was he, a fifth-round pick? I mean, they exist. Like, guys like that do exist. I know it's hard. You can't count on it, but you have to draft well. And I, I just I don't see any other way back to the top than that, than well, nailing these drafts. Including drafting well, you can't trade back. Like, you, you need to, like, stay or trade up. I mean, I like, think there's an argument to be made that you need pure talent that usually just yeah. comes at the top. But, but you know, depending, you get to 14, and you're like, hmm. I don't know. I don't love these. Like, you know, well, could you, you trade back, but don't pick a guard. Right. You know, <laughs> you know could we, instead of 14, <laughs> could we pick somebody at 27 yeah. and we pick up something in the 40s I, I too, just, you know? You yeah. Just, I, I hate to keep harping on that, Fred, but like. I know. They that, had that, to. That, I know. It was no, a neat No, no, no. You're, yeah. uh, you're preaching to the choir. Like yeah. that that pick just set the, this whole thing back. It set this whole thing back at, at least a year. I will never forget, like when we were live in the stadium for that show, when that pick was made, you could hear a pin drop in the room. Yeah. Pin drop. Poor guy. I know. He's so I know. kind, it's, too. It's, he's it, the kindest he's, kid. I like five guy. guys. You're like, <laughs> we, you ruined our team. He's awesome. Uh, Joe That's writes in. Uh, he says, I, I feel like this is pretty simple. If Juju is the number one receiver, this sucks. <laughs> no. But you're right. You're right. You're right. But he's not. Yeah, I mean. You know, if 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 they think that Juju Smith Schuster is gonna like swapping Jacoby for him and then we run it back well, with the same group, be. he might he end up being, but he can't be. That that's that's not that's not Plan A. Let me put it to you that way. Right, uh, Eric from Amherstburg. Can we talk about Juju being Josh Gordon 2.0? One great season four years ago. Who's been meh with guys like A. B. and Kelsey taking the pressure off what he's gonna do with this cast? Mm-hmm. We know. We know what Jacoby gave us and had the chemistry with Mac and was producing. Juju was going to put up the same numbers as Myers. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is nothing like Josh Gordon. So no. that was, and there are a lot of <laughs> other issues going on with, with Josh Gordon. And I mean, he just wasn't even the same player, even close. I mean, just go back and watch Juju in the Super Bowl. Watch him with Kansas City. Like he can still play. So like, I'm going to like rewind to something we talked about zip, earlier. Zip, zip, zip. Yep. Speaking of people complimenting each other, look at this picture. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, Neil uh, shared uh, Jack Jones and Juju at uh, at USC Trojans. Wild. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Did you go to a lot of games at the at the Coliseum? Oh, yeah. I went to a couple. I had a friend who was a Washington State fan, so I usually so got it, dragged to yeah. those. How UCLA. is it? Do I fans actually go? Oh, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. So the 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 best game that I went to was Penn State USC Rose Bowl. Mm. Uh, it was uh, Darnold against Saquon, and it was like. One of the best football games I've seen live. They just went toe-to-toe, four quarters, just lighting up the scoreboard back and forth. It was great. USC ended up winning the game. But the, the closest I got to a Rose Bowl was that I had to like take my boss's son's USC jersey and meet them somewhere so that they could <laughs> go to the Vince Young, Matt Leinart, epic game of the century that was, that, that Rose Bowl. Yeah, uh, but that's another great spot too. They're the nice, too, too nice. I mean, they're old, but you can feel kind of the, the football Coliseum is fun place. too. But uh, don't don't get lost walking around the area no. around the Coliseum. That's do just my not. Advice. That's a good advice. Uh, let's see, Matt in Manchester, UK. I said, I just want to say, let's not confuse Juju's potential, bad Juju, as a media social media guy with his football skills. Juju is a businessman who is into digital content, who's setting up for his career after football let's judge him on his football what i will say is i'm not sure if bill will understand juju's presence in clear love and addiction of social media snap face whatever <laughs> yeah I, I mean you have to adjust with the times like i just yeah. i don't i don't think that that bill is this you know no one can be on social media like get or delete your tiktok like I, 
you have to evolve in that regard. And, you know, as, as Tamara said, I mean, there's, you know, bigger points of evolving in terms of football stuff. But with that stuff, everybody's on it. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to have employees come in and you can't be on social media? I'm just going like, to start referring to him as, like, Player A. Player A. Because I think his name it really does. It comes with this. JSS. This, all this extra baggage of. JSS and JSN. Oh we'll get to. Uh, TikTok yeah. and, like, all this, uh, like, other stuff off the field that everybody keeps harping on. Like, this is. Another pet peeve of mine, as you all know, this is not about football. Like, you're not even talking about football. Yeah. You're talking about how you don't like that the guy makes TikTok. Is he like, good on TikTok? Like, what is his? What does he do on TikTok? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta follow him. I gotta check. Him I out. think we should we sign OBJ research. and then make it our goal to have all our offensive weapons have three names. Oh, I would love it from yeah. a writing standpoint. Yeah. I, I'm gonna get behind that 100. Headlines. It's all initial. That was about a twi- I was literally about, about to text you that last night. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with writing out Smith Schuster already. Oh yeah, JSS. <laughs> Uh, James Pettigrew, the most interesting Patriots fan of the world, says, um, cons- you know, uh, regarding how the Patriots would do, do business in the offseason, he says there's a difference between good business and always setting the floor in terms of contract offers. Oh. <laughs> well, they outbid the Chiefs for Juju, yeah. so I'm not sure if they set the floor on that one. There you go. Uh, let's get back to the phones. The ace ticket hotline will go to Aaron in Virginia. What's up, Aaron? Aaron. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Terrence. <laughs> what is it? Terrence. 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 Okay. Yeah. Terrence. Um, for one, thank you for having me. I listened to you guys for the past couple years now, and it's kind of like my first time. But uh, thank you. Um, two. Uh, I feel like we're in the same position where we were last year, where we have to sit back and watch. Um, I do like the move. I consider it like a B plus. From um, uh, I'm sorry, Jacoby Myers, but um, is definitely a, a sit back and you know and wait type of move. We are in a better position, coaches wise. Um, we're just really gonna have to sit back and wait. Uh, I do see a lot more explosiveness when it does come to the offense. But I do also kind of get concerns with the defense as well because a uh, big present is lost with uh, – um, I'm sorry, Devin McCourty, not there. So um, – and we still have Matthew Slater as a, you know, veteran. But on the defensive side, uh, I do kind of embrace some type of concern. That's it. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to um, I'm not is this Michael in South Carolina. What's up, Michael? Michael. 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 Hello, Michael. <laughs> I think we're getting I, a lot of this today. Yeah. yeah. Quiet. Uh, I think the juju thing is a good thing to keep in the back pocket. Of how are they going to get guys, Mike? Nobody wants to play here. <laughs> like juju, juju picked. To play with the Patriots for more money to overplay. But we, you, we want no. the, the locker room guy now, Mike. No, we want the scheme fits, the homegrown right. talent. Mac likes him. Uh, Cody in Indiana says, I'm disgusted that the team hasn't gone and traded for Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Adams, <laughs> George Kittle, and TJ Watt. Yeah. And this is my kind what of What are we now. doing? Good grief. I finally agree with Paul. We are such a whiny fan base. I personally <laughs> like the Juju deal. I think he's an upgrade who provides more playmaking ability than Jacoby. I also would say Juju is not enough. And we still need to get a true uh, wide receiver one, but she's callers. 
Calm down. <laughs> it's March 16th. Chillax. Oh, I think I everyone's do. on the same page. Some people are just more animated than others. Yeah, well, you, you know, know what? And look, I think I should just say, like, people are brats about I, it. And, Not you. And you know what? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm being it's a brat fine. Like, it. a long time a ago, bit. I just accepted that, like, this is sports. And anyone can watch it and do it the way they want to do it. And if you want to bitch about what the team is or isn't doing, go for it. And if you want to be overly positive about it, go for it. Like, it, it just it doesn't matter. It's sports. Like, it's just supposed to be fun. Do it your own way. Uh, Mike writes in, no Paul, thank God. Uh, oh, that was man. me. I wrote that in. Evan and, Deuce, <laughs> Evan and Deuce are spot on. Big upgrade with Juju. It's way too early to start whining. Yeah. I mean, it's still Thursday. I mean, like, you realize still, by, like, it's tomorrow. only Thursday. Like, I mean, you know, and, and honestly, like, not that the weekend is a deadline, but, you know, Friday, it's news dump time, and all of a sudden, oh, look, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Look what they did. Uh, L from Wisconsin says, Mike is 100% correct. Teams need to be built through the draft. Too bad we have a guy who can't draft. <laughs> <laughs> that's, now, that's we got to get shot. over it. That's a cheap shot. <laughs> Uh, Joey writes in, I understand why people are upset about not keeping Myers, but I also think it's delusional to say that it was a bad move. We got Juju for less than the Raiders got Myers, and he's way better after the catch. I love Myers, and I think it's unfortunate that we couldn't retain a guy who truly pulled himself up through the ranks, but the the everyone but the everyone loves the 49ers, and they put a tremendous amount of value on Yak. Let's mm-hmm. get the wide receiver one and have a good season. Okay. I mean, go ahead. I don't know. No, I, I just was going to say that you know, I texted you that clip when we were going back and forth. You texted me the whip route. I was like, I, I saw, like, I saw you. Juju running a whip yes. route. I'm like, Evan. Yeah, this is, that, that's, that's my medicine go, Incoming right there. text. And then I texted you the clip of him taking that slant like 45 yards yeah. against Buffalo where he breaks the tackle. You know, he, he gets a little bit loose on the line of scrimmage, catches the slant in stride, breaks Jordan Poyer's tackle in the middle of the field and then breaks it down for another 40, uh, 45 yards. And that Jacoby's just not making that play. Like, I'm sorry. He's just not making that play. And those are the types of plays that in this offense, especially with this quarterback, who we, you're not going to see bombs away with, with Mac but, be but successful. One of the things, though, I saw one of the compilations for Juju yesterday, and it was all – Patrick Mahomes off platform. There is some scrambling. of that. I think it's a good. That point ain't gonna Fred. happen. No, here. I think that's a good point, Fred. One, and that's something yeah. I thought too. I thought that too. You know, just totally. I mean, a lot of those ones. And I had the same thing about Aguilar with his big season with Derek Carr, where it felt like he's got a lot of plays, but they're always like late in the down, and he just fires it and downfield. So I, I, that's that's a point. Yeah, yeah. there's one. Uh, his one of his longest touchdown of the year against Buffalo last year. He like spins out of a tackle, yeah. and two guys run into each other. That play is not happening here. <laughs> okay? But he also did play with big. Ben when he was com- just not that good anymore. So like I feel like nope, he has that's had not a, to that's an excuse, Tamara. <laughs> but I know, no, but that. I'm saying like yeah. he has played with guys who aren't don't have the skills as, as well, Patrick Mahomes. Then you has. can say the same thing for Jacoby. Like he played with a rookie yeah. quarterback and a guy in a no, bad I'm offense. Saying, but I'm saying that yeah. Juju can play with both. Like he can yeah. play with he oh, can yeah, no, deal with no, someone no, who's yeah. like yeah. just throwing the day, he unbelievable passes. He's used to having <laughs> he chose the money. But I'm saying like Juju has played in in two styles of offense. Like one with Big Ben where he was like. Nowhere a near statue. Big Ben. Yes, yeah. and then one with Mahomes, who's making ridiculous. But throws. that's the biggest difference. Is you look at those those seven yard passes where a guy like Jacoby probably gets seven yards, right? He gets it, but he catches it, and he, it maybe it, it's third and six, and that might move the chains in that situation. Mm-hmm. But Ju- Juju has that ability to take that seven yards and turn it into twenty five. And that's something that I think in that specific role in their offense is needed because you're not going to get 
ex- more explosive and more dynamic if you're going seven yards at a time. Now you have somebody that if he makes a guy miss, all of a sudden we're, we're in the open field and, and we're running away with it. They, they didn't have that in this yeah. offense, and they need more of that. I, I just that, that's like to the bigger point, I just feel like they have no guys that get yak. I mean, it's, it's like the whole team. It's like everybody catches the ball and falls down, and that was part of the you know thing I hate about Phil Torset, but some of the hope with, with Thornton is like, you know, can we have an offense, and maybe this is go, you know goes to the, to the offense last year, but, you know, can we hit Thornton and Stride on a slant and just let him go? You know, like right. let him do what, your Buffalo guy thing, or just yeah. he's just running over. It's like just run over, race the guy to the sideline, we're going to hit you at the hash and turn it up. Where are the odds that we'll see Marcus play on offense again? Um, you'll think, see him, I think, I think, but, but, but we yeah. shouldn't be counting on no, that. That's not fair to him, and I don't think that's – Two or three plays yeah. a game. You should have enough yeah. offensive weapons that you don't have to go to that, but I think he's too good, and why not? Like, you know, I just – I'm all for developing Marcus Jones into, like, one of the most unique and interesting players in the NFL. You know, to your point, and, you know, what are we excited about? Excited about him. Like, this could be a legitimate three-way football player who contributes, you know, going forward on, on all downs. Uh, uh, before I go to the next person on the Ace Ticket Hotline, is this – is this name correct? The person from California, Faith Talwinder? It, it is. Okay, we'll see. Uh, so <laughs> Talwinder in California, is that right? Did I get your first name right? You did. You did, yes. Thank okay. You. That's, an, that's an unusual first name, but okay. Yeah. I've called a few other times, Brad. You got my name right every single time. So Oh, <laughs> it's me? Okay. We'll remind him next time. <laughs> so, so there, Eric. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, man. I just wanted to call in. I was listening, and I just wanted to show some, show some love to Evan. You know, he's been getting beat up, but I think he's right. I think we've been super spoiled. We just need to relax, calm down, and have some patience. You know, I think Juju is definitely an upgrade over Jacoby. Jacoby was a great locker room guy, but come on now. What are we doing here? We want good locker room guys. You guys talked about how... These days, it's those diva receivers that that are they're making these big big time plays, right? You know, AJ Brown or DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams. So I think we just need to be a little bit more patient. Not sure if we're going to get one of those guys. Maybe hopefully we can get DeAndre Hopkins or uh, someone else. But I think we've got to be patient and and just just relax a little bit. I know the Jets are making some moves, the Dolphins are making some moves, but we own the division for two decades, and I think we'll be back. So. Just have some patience, relax. It's a it's a long term process. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Talwinder. Uh, some. Do we have to? There's enough Evan. Someone, calls. someone even killed. Uh, let's go to uh, Ronan in the UK. What's up, Ronan? My name's Bob. Hi. How are you guys doing? I'm a first time caller from uh, United Kingdom. Okay. A lot of first timers today. I I'd just like to respond to uh, what I believe uh, Xavier said from uh, Carolina earlier in the call. Uh, talking about Mac Jones, and he said that he doesn't think Mac Jones is a uh, franchise quarterback, and I'd like to argue in favor of Mac Jones. Okay. I watched Mac Jones all season. I thought he has way more potential than a lot of people give give him credit for, and I'd like to go through the last five games of the season with Mac Jones. So against the Cardinals, we went down early, and Mac Jones came back with 20 unanswered points. Against the Raiders, there was the, you know, Jacoby Myers lateral. We almost went into overtime, and I feel like we had a lot of momentum in that game. Against the Bengals, we were 22-0, to and then he came back all the way, and it ended with a fumble. We all know how that went. We beat the Dolphins in what I thought was a really, really good game for Mac. And then against the Bills, after all what happened with the heart attack and all that, they go on the field. And it's a kick return for a touchdown. And Mac Jones comes on the field with the offense and runs for a touchdown. 
in that game, the Patriots had more offensive points than Josh Allen and the Bills did. So I'm totally on board with Mac Jones. I think he's going to be great next year. I disagree with all those people who want to bring in Lamar. I think giving out two first-round picks for that is a bad idea. And I, I'm, I'm on board with Juju, and I want the receiver that we don't need to give picks away for because I, I like those picks. All right. All right. Listen, Ronan, I love it. Oh, I love it. Some positivity. That's yeah. what we needed. That's a call where I kind of like to see Paul do his thing. It's kind of fun. That yeah. Way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, I, and I love the defense of Mac. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that nothing on the offense looked right last no. week. No. Including Mac. And, but was he a victim of that's, of the whole disarray? Probably. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. You know, um, now Paul playing the part of Paul. Paul will point out that in, even in that rookie season where, he, you know, he was good, he wasn't good down the stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, something happened down the stretch and, the, you know, the team faded. So, but we'll see. Yeah. Let, let's let's go. We've got a real offensive coordinator in here. This is now his third year. I still believe, even if Jacoby was still here and Juju wasn't, that this group of Offensive players did not live up to their potential last year, and they were better than what they showed. And that could have been part of the offense problems too. Let's see what happens yeah. this year. I, you know, I'm not here saying we got to get rid of Mac. I am not saying no. that. That that you know, to me, we're not worried about the quarterback position right now. Right now, yeah. Maybe we will be at the, by the end of the season, but right now, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about everything else. Yeah. The, but the quarterback position right now, to me, is settled. For this year, this is what it's going to be, and we're going to see what this kid can do, and let's build the rest of the team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I don't think he's totally, you know, without blame on some stuff. There was some stuff I wish that we were a little bit different from Mac, but, but I agree, and I think that this is the year about let's give him a chance. We're giving him an offensive coordinator that you know he knows a little bit. I know it was a brief passing of time that they were together, but you're giving him some different pieces to work with. Now we got to know. We got to know this year. I but I'm I'm with you. I think we got to know this year. We'll find out this year and then, you know, then you're then you're talking about next year. All right, where is it? I just hope, you know, to Paul's point is that he doesn't think that they're going to do enough to really truly get a sense of Mac or to give him enough and that we'll still be saying, "Well, he really didn't have that number." Well, one listen. Guy. For some people, he did enough for them to believe he's not the guy. So why can't in a season he do enough to believe, you know, yeah. it's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfair. So let's let's just see when it comes to Mac. Um, you know, does he have to work on his, you know, his comportment? His absolutely, leadership, yeah. absolutely. Um, but he's a tennis guy. I get, I get it. You know, uh, the guys in the locker room, he'll so figure like, it out. Is he a good locker room guy, though? <laughs> he's got chemistry. I think a lot of, I think players were saying they they liked oh. him. Oh, and yeah, I, I, I think Roberts going to the Steelers. Yeah, I think guys. Um, Who? Alandon Roberts. Alandon. Oh, going to the Steelers. Wow, that's a, a good place for he's him. He's a fullback. That's full a back good too. place he for him. He can play fullback. He doesn't like that. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Steelers are releasing Miles Jack. Oh, it's a name I know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Calvin in Connecticut. Love uh, the fire in uh, the call, Xavier. Uh, but I'm not sure if it's all correct. There is some truth to trust the process. It's only March. But where I do agree, I used to have fun watching the Patriots and going to games, even if they didn't win it all that year. They had Brady and Gronk and Edelman. Stars where you saw the stadium full of jerseys. Who makes you want to buy a jersey nowadays? Maybe Judon. I don't know. It hasn't been fun to watch the last few seasons get stars or draft and develop stars. It hasn't happened in five years. Your team will perform better, too. Higgins or Judy or JSN, and I will jump for joy. 
I think, yeah, Judon jerseys for sure. Juju could sell some jerseys. It's just funny as I'm like, I'm all for like Jerry Judy. That's great. But really, like, is that really the guy? Not like, anymore. Is, is that, you know? They need some speed on the outside yeah. now, which is why I go back to that. I'm a little worried that they think it's Taekwon. Uh, but yeah, they need some they need some speed on the outside because Juju is going to be the one in the middle of the field. You got to get those safeties off of them, yep. open up some space. Howard says uh, it's official. The Patriots have the whiniest fan base of all. <laughs> Good God, it's been like three days. Let's relax and see where it goes. My takes. Love Jacoby and what he brought to the team. Juju is a good replacement and a slight upgrade. Robinson is an upgrade over Harris, assuming he's healthy. <laughs> mm. Reef and Anderson are solid pickups and build depth. Resigning Pepper, Jones, Davis, McMillan, McDermott, Ferentz, Slater, all solid resignings. The division, Rodgers to Jets is Favre to Jets 2.0. Ramsey to Finns, great player, nice pickup, still can only cover one receiver at a time. How Tua goes is how the team goes, not their best defensive, not the best defensive back. Bills lost the D coordinator and their best tackling linebacker. Let's relax, have some patience, and see where this goes. I am interested to see how what Buffalo does to to weather that storm a little bit, because they're a team that we always say to kind of tease the the Bills fan base. I think a little bit, but at the same time, I think it's valid that sustainability is the hardest part. Like you got the quarterback, I think you're going to be relevant for forever because you have the quarterback. But Leslie Frazier's out, Tremaine Edmonds is out. I think Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are getting up there in age. Like, how do you start to to get that next yeah. wave behind Josh Allen in there? It's going to be interesting. And expectations are really raising, yeah. and it's try. like I think the fan base, as I was, and we all were, you're aware. It's cl- it's ticking. You got this quarterback. You've got it going right now. But every season is very valuable. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Catch twenty two is next. Evan, two more hours of Evan. Along with Alex Barth. We've Call got, in and yell at him. Yeah, we've got callers hanging on. Sorry I didn't get to you. Stay on the line, and you can uh, be part of the Catch-22 experiment. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. Some of the content of Patriots.